With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings, Zogling, Wigger, and Manzer, Ask Clowns Across the Food, and Zog playing here in the open air Coast Coast Nuthouse. We call Zog Bab one third and final. But this show is always the same. The lost, the found sheep of the house of Israel, ye chosen seed of Israel's race, ye who did hear Christ's call. Greetings. Uh, this is, what, episode number 307.5 of around 700 of the Movement Turd, a.k.a. the Dick Dick Show. Tonight is the 10th of December, 2015, and I had been a little bit busy. Uh, Monday, I got a whole bunch of mail. I got from the Ace U.S. Circus Court of Appeals regarding my litigation against, well, really the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, but Brian Real and among other things. This critter was a nigger lip, slant eyed, unibrowed, shit skinned, mamzer gook, nigger faggot from the ARA who had gotten into, uh, well, first he'd been with Dickie Barrett, then he got into CI Destry. He was working with this Jew, a party Jew named Eli James or Joseph Cutsplatz November, whatever the hell his name is. And then they brought in a nigger-nosed kike from Jersey City named Bill Fink, or I call him Bale Fink. I mean, essentially, Bale Fink, uh, his kids look like Jews. His, well, his uh, mom and daddy, why they're related to either Mark Batak or uh, Matt Bauer, depending on which one you want to look at. And essentially, the name Fink is short for Finkelstein, but also it's essentially, essentially, it's sort of like a Jew word for Stool pigeon, like a fink is a fink. Bell Fink came, you know, came out of prison in December 2008. After he got, you know, he had previously stomped to death a a uh, Puerto Rican sneak thief who was due to get out. And from what I gather, he went ahead and he was a mania skater of beating up this, uh, you know, this handcuffed, handcuffed, shackled, very smart little, small little uh, Puerto Rican named Arnaldo Ortega. And so he was the main ringleader, but he finked out on his his fellow pig named Doomers. And he got 15 years going to trial, and Fink got 15 years instead of 30 by you know, doing a plea bargain. Now, folks, I've been around uh, not Aryan nations. I, re- I really only got into it in late December 2004 after the after the uh, what uh, the Christmas coup over on Rabbi Linder's colossal bag on VNN, because one John Britton, who I found out later is a Mongol himself, uh, wanted me to support Morris Collette. I supported Morris Collette, helped Morris Collette out, and Morris Collette pretty well, you know, first ordained me, then deordained me because he had to he had to make a plea bargain. Morris Collette still lying that I called up this character. Uh, what not character, a U.S. Assistant Attorney General named Gillespie, and said I was a Phineas Priest and threatened a supposed, according to Mogul, a deputy United States you know, District Attorney, which is not very smart, and which did not happen. 
essentially Morse Gillette, uh, was pretending to be big and badass, and he got himself in trouble, and so he, he snitched, just like Joshua Caleb Sutter snitched on him. Essentially, this other Anglo mestizo that he's running around named uh, Scott Charles Thornton or, or Charles Scott Thornton, uh, another cork-eyed Mongol who essentially was initially, after he got out of prison, was pretending to be a wilderness, like Thor or son or whatever. So I've seen all these clowns, all these tards here. Folks, I met Pastor Richard Butler in May of 2004. I did not wish to be associated with any such circus. But after seeing what went on during the tail years of Butler's life and with August Christ and with Ray Redfern and with Morse Gillette and all that, I thought I could do as well. And I tried to explain to S.S. John that this there little story, which drew drained up by Rich Spring, of all people, and Drew Bostwick, and Paul Mullet, and all these other characters don't understand anything about religion of dual seedline Christian identity is, is essentially nonsense. But anyway, I've been dealing with, you know, at the Eighth Circuit, I went ahead and got news that they would not put a protective order against Brian Rio, taking down any more of my church web pages while this thing is in motion. So essentially, Zod Babylon doesn't give a shit about truth or anything like that. Over the last, what, week or so, it's been proving that Zog Babylon cannot protect their dupes, cannot protect anybody, certainly cannot protect you, does not want to protect you, wants to literally bring in more of these shitskins who, you know, once they get in, will gun down a whole bunch of wiggers and mamsers and ass clowns in San Bernardino. No big deal. I was listening to uh, this Robert uh, Lewis... Deer, and I thought he was a nut. What happens, though, is that he understands quite clearly what the hell's going on. He gunned down the pig. He gunned down the other people at the abortion mill, and that's exactly what he intended to do. He gunned down however many, and essentially he, he's ready to go to trial. And they're scared shitless about him because, hey, there's, you know, he said that his lawyer is in cahoots to essentially drug him up and keep his voice silent. Well, folks, see, you know, this is another character in the likes of what? Uh, what is his name? Uh, Dylan Stormroof. Uh, Trader Glenn Miller was a Zogbot, so I ain't going to say him. And so, so you're going to have more and more violence because, hey, folks, if you're at the end of your rope, then essentially you don't have anything better to do. Might as well go out with a bang and might as well kill your enemies. But I have a problem with S.S. John and Thursday. He called in after his show. And so, so I said, look, uh, you're deliberately being used by these people to forward whatever an agenda which is not going to work. I have been in the militia movement. I have won for, what, Senate, United States Senator, and Governor, and Sheriff, and County Commissioner, and Municipal Judge, and everything like that. And essentially, it doesn't really matter. You can go ahead and you can go ahead and play, you know the system is so messed up that there is no fixing it. You simply got to let it fall apart. And bunching together, bunching together, especially with critters who are not, who are not for anything. I mean, I I, I don't see how anybody could trust a lifer pig like Uncle Tom's dog pig bully. 
from around the District of Corruption with another character called Wolfless Wellingwallstein, especially from the District of Corruption, running around with the American Fucktard Party with, uh, what was his name, Boob Shittaker, a CIA agent? I mean, hell, even gooks, even stupid third world niggers know better than to trust anybody from the CIA, but I guess wiggers and Anglo Mestizos don't know any better. But hey, Someone who serves 20 years in the U.S. military, let me just tell you, is not a rebel. Now, William Pierce, he had this notion, but he was simply running a, he was simply running a creatorship. He was simply running an Elohim city for creators. He got $400,000 from Robert Matthews. Essentially, he was, you know, he could have gone to prison for it. He didn't. Folks, I don't see why anybody gets together you know, essentially, this rich Uberos. I tried to explain is that guess what? There's no 65 year old white man who has been working in Alaska in a salmon cannery for the past, what, 40 years? 45 years? You're a white man, and you're a white man, you're not going to be working at the age of 65 in, a, in, a, in an Indian salmon cannery. You're not. I don't care how skilled you are. You're not. And so, so that's where Richard, I mean, listen to Richard Bowles' show here. Listen to, I mean, just look at the look at the press release they put out for the American Fucktard Party about their vice president, Uncle Tom's dog, Big Bowie. Now, I don't have much sympathy for people whining about how they, you know, they might go to prison, but essentially it seems like they just got to hang around somebody who's going to send them there. You want to go to prison? Well, you can, you, know, you can do most anything to get in prison. Well, what have they got? What five, six million people in prison, parole, in jails, whatever? They don't have one million pigs. You know, folks, this is revolutionary. This is pre-revolution territory. But running around, running around, you know, yapping about how you're airy nations when you don't even know anything. I mean, shit, that's about as smart as August Christ pretending. These are nations and want to sell memberships to, well, Jews and niggers. You know, you don't have to be white. You, you don't have to be Aaron. Hell, you don't have to be Christian Danny. Just give me $25 and $10 here. Same deal Butler gave me. And I ran off. A bunch of people said, well, you know, why do you pretend to be this? This Donald David Schwain from New York City is there in front. I hate Christian Danny. Well, hey, you but people are just doing kids and screw your daughters. Really? Why, why are you around us for that if you think that about us? Well, I guess I want to pretend to be something. Well, no. Folks, if essentially it doesn't compute, it doesn't compute. But anyway, what I'm saying is that there is no law. And that's what I'm going to say in my uh, YouTube video. I'm going to let these guys speak in just a minute or two. But essentially there is no law. Folks, socially, we've gone past our Stalingrad. We have definitely gone past, well, essentially the point of no return. The only thing that's going to save the, quote, white race is essentially killing a whole awful lot of wiggers first. Then when you essentially are able to go ahead and geld a wigger, skin out a judge, a lawyer, you're able to go ahead and butcher them out. And anybody who sides with it, and folks, if you know enough about the Bible, 
you're able, well, just like this pig, Sheriff Ken Copeland. Oh, by the way, uh, what happens is that Monday I had to stand up for the Rule 59E motion. I'll go ahead and put it up. Well, essentially, the Bible says it's perfectly acceptable to kill babies who are white, just like happened in Gibeah, in the cities of the Benjamites, during the Benjamite-Israelite Civil War, which occurred within 50 years of the partial conquest of Canaan. It's acceptable to anybody who sides with the regime criminal when you're going ahead and denutting and skinning out regime criminals' children, and they don't want them eaten by the dogs or the birds. It's quite something to lay their carcasses and that of their families along with them here. That's why Dresden was perfectly moral under Yahweh's law. That's why Hiroshima and Nagasaki were perfectly moral under Yahweh's law. And if you don't like that fact here, that's fine. I hear plenty of people, oh, no, I don't like him because, oh, no, he advocates killing. Yes, I do. Ezekiel chapter 9, Jeremiah chapter 16. Folks, I'm not playing games. I understand. I understand the basics of dual seed line Christian identity. I can tell you why Dale think here, you know, in addition to a nigger-nosed kike, essentially he's a papist preterist who was always a no-devil. All these characters, if you want no-devil, follow, follow the humper of Sheldon Emery's Melungeon daughter, and you'll have smooth no-devil. Or Ted Whelan, you'll have smooth no-devil, not raw no-devil, Jew, Jewishness. Folks, there's no savings on that one. It's got to go. It's got to be destroyed before anything would change. And running around, running around half-assed with motorcycles, and I'm going to make, you know, folks, I've only seen two creators that I could stomach. One was Mike Mazzone, who says he was harmless, and the other was James Von Braun, who was delusional. You know, instead of just kidnapping some Federal Reserve Jew boys, you should have just simply shot the cocksuckers and done with it. He didn't go there to kill anybody at the Whole Host Museum. He went there to be killed at the Whole Host Museum. You're going to have more and more. You're going to have more and more of this sort of thing. I don't call it lone wolves. I call it lone tards. And the answer is that you don't jump, you don't go ahead and jump down and shit on lone tars like Yellowstone Roof or, or Robert Lewis Day, even though they you know, they won't altogether agree with you. Essentially, you don't worry about what happens to Zog Babylon. Zog Babylon, uh, when I was in the courthouse uh, in April, a number of postal failures, and I see a little poster about 800 years of rural law from the Magna Carta. Well, folks, Rural law was a lie in, in, in 1215. It was a lie in 1315 and in 1415 and in 1515 and in 1615 and in 1715 and in 1815 and 1915 and still as big or bigger a lie than ever in 2015. There is no such thing as law. The only law that really means anything 
is Yahweh's law, and it only means something here when a man who understands Yahweh and Yahweh's law is willing to enforce it. However, it goes upon those who will not obey it. Rule of law is a lie. It's a pretense here that there's anything other than power in mankind's government. Essentially, a so-called representative democracy is the most degenerate form of government ever. Far more degenerate than a military dictatorship or a monarchy or an oligarchy or even a direct democracy. Because essentially what it allows is it allows absolute power to be concentrated in irresponsible hands who get to hide behind the masses here, which need, them masses which need, you need to kill enough of them to where they will go ahead and start skinning out on their own. They're regime criminals. So anyway, uh, I talked to S.S. John. I guess I'm going, you know, uh, essentially Sig Fraud said, or, or Pig Fraud said a number of things here. I don't really care. I'm not really scared of these guys. I'm going to go ahead and take a 30-second break. And then we're going to go ahead and unmute them, and we're going to let them say whatever the hell they want to. But you know, I, don't, I don't see how what they're doing with their little umbrella group is doing anything other than getting unlike together to get in trouble. I've seen it happen you know, in the militia movement. It didn't happen with any of my militias. Although it did happen, well, with this one retard who, essentially, in order to hide, you know, hide these, making a machine gun out of parts from his wife, went ahead and gave it to an underground Missouri Highway patrolman. Essentially, the guy, you know, essentially, he had to come to me and say, Martin, I'm not going to see you because I got caught. I said, no, we're not going to see each other. I've never seen him since. Since what, 1997? All these quote umbrella groups are just simply more and more opportunities to go to prison. And I, I don't have any sympathy for when these people go to prison again, running around and you know, knowingly associating with lifer pigs, with red niggers like Mitch Bubros. With CIA tards, you know, and their precious little fucking memes, and if a meme's going to mean anything. Hell, their own damn, their own, you know, that's why you say during the common law court things here, you know, they used to talk about all the common law court shit that they would go ahead and do. They said this common law was never any of the law of the commons, it was just simply judge made law. The Romans had enough sense to say, hey, we don't want this shit from the plebe- or from patrician judges. We want written down to where there is a civil law. Essentially, Moses' law, the law of the Bible, is not a common law to be determined by the judges, to be determined by anybody else, essentially, it's a civil law. Explain exactly what is expected of you. Like living this right, supposed to be written on your heart. So anyway, you know, I'm going to go in and let these characters on. You know, after a short break, and they can go ahead and explain why I am full of shit. So anyway, we'll just have a couple net break, and we'll be back. You know, victory.
Okay, we are back. Anything to say after my little rant? I really didn't listen to you, man. I was doing work on uh, on another page, uh, answering some emails, uh, trying to set some guys up with applications while you were saying whatever it was you had to say. Uh, okay, I, who's this? Who's this? I'll off a little bit in the chat room, and that was about it. Okay, so who's this? This is SML. Okay. So, uh, you're coming my show, and essentially you didn't hear you didn't hear anything you wanted to hear, so you were doing something else. I was listening to you, but I really wasn't paying attention. I mean, what you got to say really don't matter to me. I was I was just coming here for my sheer entertainment. Okay. I wanted right. to hear what you had to say. I didn't come on here to speak. Nobody called me up and asked me to be a guest. You just invited us to your show to listen in, and that's just what I was doing. Okay. So do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, I, I did a little bit of chatting before you started your recording, but you can go ahead and finish up. Okay. All righty. How about Johnny, UKA, Texas? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, okay. What do you you right. have anything I, to say? I, I, yeah, I do. What are you talking about, these um, umbrella groups? All we're doing is bringing people in so they can get arrested and go to prison. We haven't lost anybody to jail. We haven't had anybody picked up. We haven't done anything against the law. Yes, for organizing, we've got a great group, but nobody's doing anything illegal. If you get caught doing anything illegal, you get kicked out. We kicked out a brother three weeks ago because he was caught cheating on his wife. If your wife right. can't trust you, how can you turn to a brother and ask him to trust you? It's all about trust. It, you break those bonds, and we cut ties with you. And we take back the robe or the cut or whatever. That's our property. Okay. So we're not so bringing people is, in just to send them to prison. What is the point of what you're doing then? Are you? Oh, wait a minute. I mean, understand the question. Are you talking about an individual group or the whole thing? What is? I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen, you know, in the militia movement, what twenty years ago, I've seen the same thing. Okay, yes, unite we stand, divide we fall. Uh, when I when I first got in to, uh, you know, after Waco. You know, in Missouri, you probably had about 20 of these militias. They were almost always less than a dozen people. You never really met all of them. You met one or two of them. It was essentially your family groups or people who knew each other for a long, long, long time. And what they, you know, and usually, usually it was run either by a uh, Christian identity or a classman or both in most cases because uh, essentially, the the clan groups have increasingly became pseudo Christian identity, even though a lot of them don't really understand uh, what it's about. But in case I'd seen that, and then just before you know, in what late 1994, early 1995, you ended up having these bigger groups coalesce, and you would have them like get together in you know Kansas City. Uh, you know, I I pretty well helped form one in Springfield, Missouri 24th, 
Uh, let me see. And also, you know, Juan, Juan and what? Newton, Jasper, and McDonald County. And we were, I worked with the Missouri 51st. I went up uh, in March, in March to, uh, in March to, uh, you'll see the first Missouri Volunteers out of St. Louis and had some author who wrote this book about unforeseen consequences. It had a, it had a half little big pits and a blindfold. And I don't know if you probably remember seeing the book or something like that. You know what I mean? And, uh, Oh, I went up there, and they they made the offer here. He had been in the army or something here, and they made him the commander. And then they made a Jewess who uh, essentially had never been in the army, but they made her second command because she was, you know, essentially she was a Jewess with tits who, you know, they wanted to say they weren't racist or anti-Jew or whatever. And I've seen a bunch of people. You know, I've seen people who essentially never had, didn't even have, you know, my SKS was cheap, but they had $65, they had a $65 uh, set of fatigues with some officers insignia on it. Never seen them, you know, they claimed they were in Missouri 24th, but they did not, you know, I said, well, do you have, what kind of gun do you have? Well, they paid $65 for a set of fatigues here when you could have bought a Chink Army surplus SKS for $65. So essentially, they they spent their sixty-five dollars on a uniform. You know, they spent on FKS. You know, they didn't even have a twelve-gauge shotgun. They, I think, between them, the two of them, a male and female, they had, uh, they may, may may have had a twenty-two pistol or something. And I was a little bit disgusted at that. Anyway, I never seen them after that because they were all talking about how Janet Reno was going to round up all the militia leaders. They were scared that the militia was growing and growing and growing. And then, and then what happens is that here I was trying to form a bigger set of militias with the survivalists here with me and this old guy. And this was on April 21st, two days after Oklahoma City. And here comes all these survivalists saying, Martin, Robert, we're not going to join your militia. And I was all I was all, well, Lord, don't you know you know we stand divided and fall? Well, guess what? They said, hey, we're going to go back underground. I mean, essentially, there's nothing, there's nothing more to be seen here. There's nothing, there's nothing, you know, the government's too far gone. This was in 1995. It's too far gone. And, you know, that was that. So I, I went ahead and found out that these people, who wanted to stay underground were absolutely right, and I was wrong. But by then, by then, by 1997, after these two Missouri Highway Patrolmen had gotten in and uh, oh, essentially gone after this nutcase here and a few other tards here, were essentially plotting to shoot something up here at Fort Hood because they believed that the chinks were about to invade America or some stupid shit. Uh, pretty well disbanded what little was left. There wasn't very much left because everybody figured out it was a dead cause. But over the 90s, I would see these retards, and one of them is this character named Red Mike Vanderbilt. He's the Southern Poverty Law Center Militia General. Uh, I'm hoping for that old uh, Fat Kazar, formerly Fat Kazar, to croak off. And essentially, I have seen I have seen a number of militia generals. Essentially, never you know, in the militia never worked out very good at all. Uh, what happens is that the one you had to really rely on was the so-called security officer. 
Usually it would be a Jew or a mongrel or a pig who would get in. Essentially, they would find something to send idiots to prison. Now, I've sort of been there before. I don't see anything that is going to be different. But, you know, I, I heard, what, maybe a month ago? Well, we're, you know, we're, you know old, old, uh, you know, old Uncle Tom, you know, Bowie, you know, and Uncle Tom, you know, he's not as big a retard to say Mitch Bubros and the rest here. He's actually somewhat clever. But essentially, you go ahead and look, he's a Marine uh, First Sergeant of 25 years. You know, he knew. He knows this, what, Martin O'Malley is supposed he's going to be a great nuthouse pig. I heard his little nuthouse pig stories, and I was in a nuthouse, you know, locked up. Uh, it was around this time a decade ago, four days after I got up there. Here's this big, fat, here's this big, fat English piece of shit named Styles. He tells me he knows perfectly well I'm not insane, but as long as I don't accept a public pretender, I can stay there for 20 years and a lot as far as he cares. So, so much for rule of law. So much for any of this shit. And right now, I had to work to where, guess what, Missouri Attorney General? Guess what, uh, federal judge? Well, you want to claim that a pig can threaten you with arrest, and essentially, as long as he doesn't beat you up or knock out any teeth or actually arrest you, well, hey, he got immunity to do that. And I said, well, that's fine by me. Well, I can just see my, I can just go ahead and see my police Agents, essentially playing a game of Simon Says or Obongo Says or Judge Stephen Bow Says. And essentially, the first ones on the uptake will be the first ones skinned out. But essentially, it's going to be a zero, zero, zero sum game here. Because essentially, there's no such thing as rule of law. So when you have something like that, you really think, you really think that the fact that you're innocent doesn't mean shit to you? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't molest my grandson. And essentially, I tell pigs right to the face. I have every intention of taking your children and essentially squeezing their testicles with a pair of pliers or making you do it, or you sodomize your daughters with a broomstick. So they essentially confess anything I want them to confess against you, and then I'm going to exterminate the lot of you. Essentially, you're going to die for what you've done. Anybody sides with you, they die too. I mean, essentially, it's time to stop fucking around. Essentially, you want to run around. You guys want to run around in your little clan robes or whatever with creators, with zog pigs, and I don't see anything good resulting from that at all. But to be fair, you know, I had SS John. He was going ahead and telling me about how I'm not a real Aryan Nation pastor because, and I, somehow I'd let Pastor Butler down. I pointed out to him. He tried to become Wesley Swift's successor, and it didn't work very good. They pretty well ignored him. So he went up to northern Ohio, or northern Idaho, and formed his own little group. And Dewey Tucker says that he helped, you know, tried to help him out. And then, you know, then just hanging around these people got in a bunch of trouble. So Dewey left the movement from, what, 1970. 7, 78, 79, something like that, and you know, Butler continued with his Aryan Nations. That's fine here. I heard another little, I heard another little tale. 
February, I heard this in February 2005 from one of the Rick Spring group uh, groups up. So I think it was this Drew Bostic, who I think maybe either with Vincent Bertolini or with uh, someone else. And I'd heard about I'd heard about Drew Bostic. Alexis Skanky was fucking him and his brother. And essentially, they thought it was hilarious to shit the pizza boxes for the Mexican maid to clean up. And essentially, I don't think they understand anything about Christian identity, at least not the uh, other things. And in the case of Paul Mullet, you know, I, uh, when he went ahead and fell out the first or maybe the second time with old Mo Goat, I said, look, you live 45 miles away in Chillicothe, do the same damn thing that Ray Redfern did. Just go up to Columbus, set up your own Church of Jesus Christ Christian Aryan Nation of Ohio, and he's the one who was yapping this stuff about how four of them swear they would do that in the story about Lorraine Swift, uh, how she didn't want anybody to use you know, the name Church of Jesus Christ Christian. Not that it matters. I told S.S. John that I had heard that the California Charter was defunct in February 2005, and essentially Morris Collette was trying to find somebody who lived in California who had $200 who would reset the thing up, and he couldn't find anybody there. So I hear all sorts of little stories here. I tell all sorts of little tales. And, you know, folks, I've been in the movement. I've been in British Israelitism and then dual seed line since, you know, since I was 10 years old. You know, got out, you know, it was it for, you know, another 10 years. Got tired of it was in rebellion for about 15, and I came back. And what I see, what I see is, you know, I don't see anybody who understands or preaches compare and dual seed line Christian identity. But be that as may here. Uh, you know, if you guys want to set up, I have no idea, you know, I don't, you know go to Springfield, go to Springfield to the Secretary of State and, See how much it costs to set up a church of Jesus Christ Christian Aryan nations of Illinois. I wouldn't have a bit of problem with that. Any more than, you know, here's Maul. He's telling the story about Lorraine Swift, and he waits about 11 months, and then I see that, you know, he sets up his own church corporation. And, uh, yeah, Jay Faber, or Sci-Fi Faber. Oh, by the way, look at Hal Turt. Listen to Hal Turt last night. My show's going to go up here unless I get some money. Well, suddenly... At the very last minute, somebody gives him hard dollars, so he's going to do another show next week. Well, that's fine. But I, I, I've just, I've just seen it all. I've seen all these umbrella groups. I understand that creators and Christian identity do not get along at all. You know, because essentially creators are sort of like a bunch of uh, African niggers who worship some. We don't worship the space god. We worship nature. Well, so do African niggers. They worship rocks. They worship water, you know, waterfalls. They worship trees. They worship all sorts of stuff. So, you know, I've I, I just sort of seen it all. And what I don't see, what I don't see, I don't see anything other than prison time for anybody who essentially hangs around these umbrella groups. We're all trying to get together. That's why I asked somebody who's talking about you know, all sorts of things here. And, you know, I mean, in basic training, they try to get you away from bunching up. You know, 
and it's not really learned. It's not really learned until about maybe at least a third of any green unit gets killed because of their stupidity. You know, it's not really learned. You don't really have veteran troops until essentially about at least a, you know, a third of them at least get killed because they're stupid. You know, once you know, once about a third or so gets killed, then then they get better. They get better. You know, the survivors, the ones who are more alert, they learn. But you know, I've seen I've seen time after time these umbrella groups, be they militia. You know, I'm not I'm not impressed here. Certainly not following people you don't even know who the hell they are. You know, I mean, uh, you know, well, I know who Bitch Bruce is. Well, I don't. Why should I listen to him? Or like Obergender Bender or Robert Hancock in Melbourne, Australia. If these people show up, you don't know who the hell they are. Essentially, they don't know how to act. So they find somebody who essentially is a Jew or a Mongol, and they, they gather behind him. And then you wonder, why does this character pretend to be one of us gathered behind a Jew or a Mongol? What's he doing that? This Monday, I got I got from Rabbi Bell Fink and the Melissa. I got two. I got two almost identical filings, which was filed by Brian Rio. And what they do is they claim that since they live in Panama City, Florida, and they don't have any ties in Ohio, they should not be sued. They should not be sued by my countersuit in Lake County, Ohio, against Brian Rio. And the answer to that is, you know, really, there shouldn't be a lawsuit at all in Lake County, Ohio. I mean, old nigger lips lost in federal court. Cam his co-conspirators took down, what, 10, 12 of my web pages. And essentially, they should go to prison for that. Under what, uh, 18 United States Code 241 and 242? Now, I don't think they are, but I would certainly like to try said in prison. Essentially, my point is that I'm countersuing Brian Real because, you know, hey, you know, he wouldn't have been sued in Ohio. You know, he wouldn't be countersued unless he sued me. He's smiling like a pussy because I printed up this PACER account of my answers to Brian Real that got the case dismissed in federal court. I'm trying to get it brought back. But, folks, there is, there is you, know, you know, out of world religions class, for example, you know, am I going too far? It looks like some people, you know, dropped off. I guess they didn't hear anything they wanted to hear. Oh, I'm still uh, here. Trust okay, is this this SS John? Yeah, this is SS John, and um, um, yeah, how, how do I want to address this? Uh, as far as after Pastor Butler's death, and you met Pastor Butler, what have you done for the CJCC or to bring the CJCC back to its former glory? Hmm? How to bring it back to its former glory? Well, no. What, what really, have you personally done? What I personally done Absolutely is what I what I what I've done is essentially tell people that Aryan Nations, supposedly it's a political group. Well, I don't know if you have run for sheriff or dog catcher or governor or senator or anything. Have you? 
Uh, no, I'm a working man. Okay. Well, I sort of work, you know, I sort of work at things too here. Right now in Missouri, I've not been able to run for anything in 2010 at the federal level for the United States Senate. Haven't been able to run for sheriff in 2012. Haven't been able to run for, you know, United States House of Representatives. You know, and essentially you say, well, Mark, you're telling me what you haven't been able to do. My purpose is to make, is to go ahead and point out that peace is impossible. So the only thing to do, the only solution is killing. The only solution is essentially letting things fall apart. Now, I, you know, if you're talking about having an organization, you know, I don't mind you riding bicycle or motorcycles or anything like that here. But I do have a, I do have a problem with essentially, like I said before, a week ago, essentially you are being used for your name because you are Pastor Butler's nephew. Well, no, I mean, that's your, personal, that's your personal opinion, but I mean... What other purpose do you serve then? I serve the purpose for the white people, and I'm trying not to um, bring down the white people as far as an organization or an umbrella organization or any organization, for that mere fact, but I mean... You know, uh, Lynette, you basically still talk about suing Brian Rio. I mean, you you, you talk about the uh, same you, shit, you, the you, same hold thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, no, 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 hold on, hold on. You talk about all this bullshit suing everybody, and and oh. yet, uh, how many? Uh, you have a church. How many? How many people do you have in your pew? How many people do you have so, in so, 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 so let me let me ask you this here. So, uh, uh, okay, 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 hold on, hold on. Are you gonna let me speak? Oh, you you gone ahead? Oh yeah, let's, uh, I guess the fight's on, huh? Isn't it? Okay. First of all, you you seem to be either you know you either seem to be stupid or a liar. I'm not quite sure what it is. You do understand that it was Brian Real who sued me in federal court. On what? The fifteenth of April, two thousand fourteen. You do understand that, don't you? Do you right, understand but that? I mean, do you yes, understand that? Do you understand listen, that? You you listen to me. Do you understand you're going in front of Jewish lawyers, Jewish judges, and Jewish? Okay. What happens? SS John is dishonest. He doesn't want to answer the question. He wants to go ahead and pretend he's just he's just he's just like a nigger rapist here. It's all your fault here. Oh, you are prosecuting me. Same thing Brian Real says. Shit, I could hear the same damn thing from Brian Real. It's all, it's all my fault. I get to hear his motions here. It's all my fault because I'm suing Brian Real. No, I'm counter-suing Brian Real. I'm going ahead and bringing back you know, Brian Real. He wanted to go ahead and do this lawsuit in federal court. So then he went ahead after he lost on September 10th. Now, this year, he went ahead and filed on September 18th. Now, he wants to go ahead and whine. You're going from the Jewish lawyer goes down. Uh, excuse me. Should I go ahead and say, oh, no, it's so bad, and let Brian Real take $10.75 of my church's fund as my inheritance? Why, how dare you defend yourself? That's what, that's what this F.S. John retard is saying. 
And then when he's suing in Lake County, Ohio, for $25,000, well, hey, how dare you go and defend yourself against Brian Leo? SS John. Is he a liar or a retard or something or both here? He doesn't seem to understand here, or he does understand, has a little bit on the uptake. But he's going to blame me for suing Brian Rio. He doesn't seem to understand is that, hey, when you are served with papers, you have to defend yourself. And that's what I'm doing. That's actually, I'm not just sitting back here. I don't know. I don't know here. You know, maybe one AKA Mel or SS Mel here is want some man pussy from, you know, from SS John. He says, "Yes, master. Yes, master. You know, I I live to serve the white race." If someone's going ahead and attacking you, you go ahead and you fight back. Let's see. I'll go ahead and unmute SS John and see if he's able to understand that. I mean, let's just see if he's gotten a little bit up on the uptake. <laughs> okay, SS John, uh, you know, you got my answer. Do you understand that Brian Rue is suing me? Well, yeah, I know Brian Okay, Rue is and you do you. understand you do understand that the only way to essentially fight him is essentially to go ahead and counter sue and bring in all his co conspirator, co counter defendants, don't you? Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're exactly right uh, in that sense. Okay then. What else then? Let's just go on down to your laundry list then. Well, down to the down to the laundry list. Um, you say that Black and Civil Solution is just a, another organization that doesn't work. You've been in organizations that don't work, and you've been in organizations that do work, and um, so basically, uh, what do you what do you tell me as far as the black and silver solution? It's not a solution. You you have all sorts of creatures here, you know, of all sorts, and the characters. You know, I mean, I you know, I what was it a week ago? I went ahead and pointed out that Morse Collect pointed out court papers that you're Dennis McGiffin. And all the other characters here, he has a son who looks sort of doofus. And from my guy, he got some nigger pussy, and he has a nigger grandson for which his son is paying child support. And then I heard on your old shows that, no, she was actually an Indian, a turban Indian or something. You know, I didn't really hear any denial of that. Uh, essentially, this Dennis McGiffin has got caught and put into prison. I don't see why anybody in their right mind would follow somebody who's stupid enough to get caught and sent to prison for essentially plotting. I mean, do you want to go to prison? Do you guys really want to go to prison? I mean, I don't, you know, all these characters here. You know, well, let's just go ahead and talk about actually, this. Actually, actually um, do you know the um, the order? Do you remember the I, order? I, you know, no, I didn't. I knew some of the order. Uh, I used so to correspond. Know, uh, I used Jared, to correspond with David Lane through his wife. You didn't, you didn't know. You didn't know uh, Gary Yarbrough and uh, the and the order or any. Of no, that. I didn't. You know, well, David Lane was a member of the order, right? Right. Yes, David. Lane okay, was. then. So I guess I knew some people of the order. 
Okay, well, Dennis McGibbon, after the name introduced well. me to Catch a Lane sometime in 1996 or 1997. Okay, well, um, the order once again busted with David Lane and... Um, Everybody else, Des uh, McGiffin uh, dubbed us a new order. Um, yeah. You know, I did some reading. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that that comes out now. Des McGiffin was the new order. Was in, How's he a new order? He just went ahead he, and decided he was going to claim to be a new order. He got he got thrown in prison here. Uh, he got thrown in prison because of the new order. Huh? He got thrown in prison because of the new order. So, do 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 your homework, bro. Do 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 your homework. All right, all right. So, in short, somehow, 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 with something to do with Des McGiffin, essentially, Des McGiffin gets caught. And Pastor Butler. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, Are you saying Pastor Butler got money from the old order? Uh, you might want to go to um, YouTube.com, Richard Gert Butler, Race and Reason 1. Download Fine. that. Fine. Uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're claiming Do you know everything about your uncle. Well, no, why no, should I no. go there? I'm just asking you. I'm not. I'm not interviewing a YouTube video. I mean, the YouTube video can't give me another answer here. It's whatever they put in the YouTube video. I'm asking you. Did Butler get any money from the old order? Yeah. He's huh? Yeah, and so did um, and and so did Doctor Swift. Well, I know, I know you're full of shit because uh, essentially well, you know I'm full of shit. Yes. Well, no, 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 no. It wasn't Doctor Swift. It was um, uh, dang it, uh, Pierce, Doctor Pierce, Doctor oh, Pierce. Pierce. Oh, Bob. yeah. I, everybody knew Pierce got four hundred thousand dollars from the order. Yeah. Okay. Pierce and Butler. Pierce and Butler. Well, I didn't hear that that Butler got any money. Well, no, how much money? How much money do you? How much money do you think the butler got from the order then? I have no idea. But um, if you go to um, the race and reason one, uh, it explains everything. And in fact, it even goes into the Aryan Nation being the militant arm under the order. Well, Dennis McGiffin, after the order was busted, created the new order, and was busted for doing what he did for the white cause, and that's why he went to prison. Wait, 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 wait. Somebody, somebody's plotting to essentially rob banks, and essentially he doesn't rob any banks. He doesn't even knock off an armored car. Hell, he doesn't even knock off an armored bicycle. He goes to prison, you know, because he's found this new order. He's done a great thing for the white race in prison. Is that what you're saying? No. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that he dubbed the new order and he tried to try to keep the order going uh, in, in the white race going back when Pastor Butler was in power, and that's, that's what I'm saying. So, so how does having a nigger grandson or granddaughter, you know, how does that save the white race? Then uh, who are you talking about? Death McGiffin. Uh, that that kid's Indian. An Indian. 
from India. <laughs> Couldn't look like a nigger to me, but okay. All right. Well, well, that, well. That, 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 that kid's from India. So how's that any better? How's that any less race mixing? Uh, that wasn't the given. That was his son on as far as rebelling against his dad. I mean, can you uh, do you have any uh, siblings um, y- yourself? Yeah, none of, none of my. Did, 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 did every sibling um, follow your order and your direction as far as Aryan nation cause or Aryan cause or? Uh, no, no, to, no. To they preserve don't, the they don't, have, they don't have anything. To, they don't have anything to do with it. I, my, my sister visited me, you know, earlier today. Okay. She was well. explaining. She was explaining. She was explaining. Uh, I mean, essentially. Uh, What's going on with my mother's estate over at Newton County with the crooked judge there? Uh, she hasn't married any niggers, uh, squeezed out any niggers. Uh, my bro- even my worthless brother who killed my mother. Uh, you know, his kid is blonde, blue-eyed. I mean, essentially, it's a handsome-looking little, handsome-looking little thieving wigger. Uh, let me see. Uh, my, uh, you know, my brother's wife, when he was dead, after a couple, after about, oh, 10 years after he died, she chose to adopt a Jefferson City nigglet. And as a result, uh, you know, her and me have not been particularly close since I begged her to give it back, you know, uh, to wherever it came from in Jefferson City. And I was quite pleased to hear that two years ago that the little she-boom that she gave the name Linstead to uh, essentially beat the spot out of her here. And my sister gave the nigglet uh, money to fly from Florida up to Jefferson City so she could be around her uh, crack whore mother here. And essentially, you know, my sister is not particularly racist here, but essentially it got the nigglet, it got the nigglet out of my sister-in-law's wife, you know, out of my sister-in-law's life here. But essentially, here's Death McGiven. I mean, heck, uh, you know, I don't really have any control over what my stupid, what my stupid brother's widow does. If I did, there would not have been any adopting a Jefferson City, you know, crack nigglet. But uh, in any case, okay. But you guys are blaming Dennis McGiffin. It was Dennis McGiffin's kid that was rebelling against his dad. I mean, so how much, okay. how much influence, how much influence did his dad have? And it wasn't a nigger. It was a, a person from India. Well, uh, you do understand which is that not, which is these Dravidians, well, you do understand these Dravidians, the some, some people in India were of the 12 tribes. Uh, okay, well. You do understand, you do understand that these Dravidian niggers Essentially, they're very, very dark, but what they do is they look sort of with European figures because essentially these stupid Aryans came in and conquered the niggers, and they set up a caste system to essentially stop from, you know, stop from screwing these damned Dravidian niggers. And as a result, as a result, why, hey, you know, pretty well, they're all, they all, many cases, look like, well, let me see. They look like Sicilians, sort of like Brian Rio and Clifton Emma Heiser and the rest here. Uh, Italy and India are the same. The further south you go, 
the darker it gets. But in any case, uh, you know, if you want to say it, if you want to say that essentially he married a Dravidian, you know, he went ahead and humped a Dravidian nigger, that's fine by me here. Supposedly aboard the ark, Noah's son Ham went ahead, he got him some Dravidian beast in the field coontang, and uh, supposedly that gave birth to Kirsch, who gave birth to Nimrod. But, you know, be that as it may here, uh, I don't see what Guess McGiven has accomplished for the quote white race. Um, well, I guess you have to be part of the club to actually understand that and uh, uh, basically understand what the black and, and black and uh, silver solution is in the best program. <laughs> it it well, is a solution. How's the solution? Well, it is a solution. It's a solution. You keep asking for solution. I'm saying how. How's the solution? Construction, construction, reorganization. uh, Of what? Of white solid brothers. (sighs) What about a about a month ago? I was hearing this crap about how I'm a, how I'm a child molester, all this good shit. And then toward the end, they were talking about nipple rings and flipping each other's nipple rings a month ago. Uh, From so, who? Huh? From who? One of the one of the tars you had on your show about a month ago. Well, yeah, that kept coming up on my show, and I, I don't even remember that crap. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Because, I mean, why here's you a lot of Why don't you go download there. it? Why don't you go download it? Well, I'm going to, and I'm also okay. going to download. Um, I'm also going to download the RWR person that was on uh, Crossstar Show, and, and find out about what the hell he said and, and who the hell he thinks he is. Who's this? Um, uh, right wing resistance. Um, as far as. Uh, uh, you know, I guess he was talking crap about us and blah, blah, blah. I mean, white ring, white ring resistance is worldwide. Um, I mean, they got people in Sweden and, I mean, you know, uh, just everywhere. You know, and it's just uh, they, they fragmented off just like when Pastor Butler died. Um, the Aryan Nation fragmented off. Uh, you know, you had several different factions that said, oh, well, we're the original. We're the original this. We're the original that. And I don't agree with that, and I'm not, I'm not okay with that anymore. Due to the mere fact that, uh, well... You're Pastor Butler's uh, nephew, and you don't want them doing that. Well, no, it's not that I don't want them doing it. It's been 23 years um, since Pastor Butler's passing, 20-plus years since Pastor Butler's passing. And nobody's done uh, anything uh, excuse to, me, excuse me. He died what? early, September 2004. Okay, four, uh, five, 2004 yeah. was what? 11 years ago, not 23 years. Okay, okay, 11 years. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about something else. 11 years ago. What have what we accomplished? I have no what idea. Is, what, is, what, are the, what, what are these talk shows accomplished? What have well, you accomplished? Trying, well, what have I accomplished? Essentially, what I'm trying to get people to wrap their heads around is that thing, there's something called a great tribulation, which is coming up very quickly, and you cannot rely 
You cannot rely on the government. You cannot rely really on anyone other than yourself and Yahweh. So you shouldn't run around and form these groupings with characters like Rabbi Linda or Bale Saint or Eli or James or Andre the Nigger Anglin or Uncle Tom's Zog Pig Bully or uh, Boob Shinnecar or Wolfowitz Welling Wolfstein, especially when they won't even show their faces. You should have enough sense. Uh, you, you don't know that um, there's actually with or our bros. Um, there is a um, uh, a picture of him in our um, basically on our webpage. Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you go ahead and put it up there? Well, I mean, I guess I'll send it to you. I still have your email address. He's whiter than you, probably. He's white as white. I've heard that. I've heard that. I mean, I heard that from, let me see, Dan Johns, uh, Dan Johns, the little Jew boy, you know, Ashkenazi Melinda's son with Crohn's here, that Brian Real was whiter than him. You know, and then after a while, after a while, uh, you know, some of them sort of backed off on being, you know, saying that they're as white as Brian Real once, you know, pretty well all the Brian Real pictures got out. Well, if you want, if you want to go ahead, if you want to go ahead and send a link, that's fine. I just know, I just know, just like you know, old tattered flag was trying to convince me that Axis Stinky's uh, name was Olson, and essentially her name was Bert, and essentially she was talking about going in a BIA school. And being raised in Central South Dakota, I know that BIA stands for Bureau of Indian Affairs, and the settler kids don't get to go to BIA schools. So essentially, Axiskanki is a Mamsris here, and it just turned out that her daddy was was the Indian. Her mother was either a Whigress or a Jewess with essentially a lot of mental issues. So, hey, I mean, I, I can hear people talk again and again and again, but I prefer to believe my own lying eyes here. If old Rich Uberos is legitimate here, he can go ahead and give his real name. When I first got this movement after Waco, you could not have a position of trust unless they could at least see your name, see your face, and know your name. You know, so now the internet, now the internet allows critters like Obagender Bender, aka Robert Hancock and Brian Rio, and all these other characters to pretend to be one of us here. And then, oh my God, oh no, there's a picture of them. Oh no, I'm gonna sue you. You, you've hurt my feelings. You, you've used my copyright picture, which goes ahead and shows who I am. Someone is. You know, if, if you're not able to go ahead and see some, you know, see who they really are, why are you following them? And once you know their past history, why are you following them as well? You're talking about me as an individual, or me as as far as the organization. Are you there? 
Well, I guess um, Lindstedt, uh, Beaner flung a clunk out on him. I guess they'll be here back in a, a minute or two, but uh, uh, I really don't care what anybody thinks about the ANS SMC. Um, you guys, um, you know, you, you keyboard choose and talk uh, and basically chat. Uh, yeah, I really don't care what you say about me and, uh, you know, that, that faggot biker, you know, kiss my ass, dude. I, I, I really don't care about you either, but, uh, uh, you know, what it, what it comes down to is if you're not white, you're not right. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm back. Uh, the beater phone, uh, Last for about an hour and a half. Now it's. I went ahead and noticed that uh, I thought you'd hung out there, but no, 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 no. No, I I went in and continued the show a little bit, you know. But um, you know, no problem. No problem. Let's go ahead. Johnny, UK Johnny's on. I'll go ahead. Let's just say that we have about oh. About a minute worth of silence here, and I'll go ahead and mute UK A Johnny if he wants to say something he can, okay? <laughs> okay, we're back. I, I of course, uh, what happens, I was about to say that we were going to take a break, and I ended up taking a break, uh, thanks to the thanks to the uh, $14.95 flip-top beaner phone. I muted UKA Texas Johnny. You know, his name is John, and he's from Texas. He's with the UKA, and that's what we know about him. And if he wants to speak, he can do so, Okay. Okay. Uh, can you hear me? Well, yeah. All right. Uh, I lost service for a minute, so I missed a lot of the show. Can you bring me up to speed real quick? Well, uh, what happens is you were gone for a while. I continued uh, pretty well. I was... You know, I was asking about the original order. Uh, what happens is that, uh, you know, essentially John, you know, John Gernt went ahead and told me that uh, Butler actually got some money from the original order, that Dennis McGiffin of the, what, black and tan or black and silver solutions, and I'm, I'm wondering what sort of solution that is accomplishing. Uh, we went ahead and talked about his... Uh, Nigga's grandson, we talked about a number of things. Uh, I went ahead and muted SF John because he uh, he was bitching about how I'm suing Brian Real, and I pointed out to him, he Brian Real has sued me for $10.75 million in federal court. And so I had to file a counter. I mean, essentially the way to do that is that Brian Real was taking down, what, 10 or 12 of my web pages? which is a criminal, which is essentially criminal activity. And, uh, oh, let's see. Today I got news from the 
Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals that supposedly have a right to uh, freedom of religion, but they're not going to protect you from someone misusing the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. So they denied my at, you know, my request for a protective order to keep Brian real from taking down my web pages while this thing is in litigation. So they don't really care. They don't really care about what freedom of religion. I mean, but on the other hand, I bet, I bet if you ran around and drew scurrilous cartoons about the, about the, uh, you know, about the, uh, the 50 some year old sand nigger who had a nine year old semi virgin, uh, bride here and you cause trouble to where the, especially the Muslims are going ahead and gunning people down San Bernardino and you said something bad about them, why, hey, they go ahead and shut you down for, you know, they probably go against you for hatred or something like that. But anyway, essentially the whole purpose, the whole purpose of this is to point out is that so-called, they call it rule of law and they pretend that we have it in the Southland. And I point out there is no such thing as rule of law. It will not be called drool of flaw. It was a fraud in 1215 when after the barons made King John sign the Magna Carta, King John had a little bit of power, so he was hunting down the barons, and uh, essentially he went in, killed a few of them, and they got back together again, and they they whipped on King John's ass, but they didn't kill the bastards, so they made him behave a little bit. And essentially, the rule of law was a fraud. In 1215 and 1315 and 1415 and 1415 and 1615 and 1615 and 1915 and priest talking about how the Roman Catholic Church, oh shit, they got this bitch Hillary. You know, there's an evil bitch, you know, on this Jew boy Seth Meyer show here. And I'm just recording it. I'm going to go ahead and hear. By the way, you do know that's come out that uh, essentially the helicopters were ready to roll to protect the faggot ambassador. You know, the faggot ambassador, uh, the faggot ambassador's aide, and two, and two CIA soldiers who used to be Navy SEALs. Uh, essentially, they could have maybe saved uh, at least maybe the Navy SEALs. But essentially, Hillary couldn't be bothered with letting them continue to save her faggot friends, uh, who was essentially running guns uh, from you know through Libya to overthrow Gaddafi and also sent ISIS. So essentially, lying bitch uh, essentially murdered her faggot friend and uh, three other zoglings, <laughs> you know, at Benghazi. And, you know, they're right like pussies and old Donald Trump, that Donald Trump doesn't want to let any ragheads, you know, foreign ragheads back into the country, even though Jimmy Carter uh, signed, you know, back in 1979, you know, after the, uh, you know, after the little, uh, after they'd gone to the U.S. Embassy and st- took a bunch of hostages, yeah, and kept them for four or forty days. So essentially, old Jimmy Carter, why? What he did is he he went the rule says we don't need any more Iranian ragheads here, other than the Shah maybe. But now nah, the Shah is too much trouble. Let's just send him 
you know, dying of cancer, the worthless bastard, on to Panama or whatever here. So he didn't even let the shot in his kid hit. <laughs> but anyway, Jimmy Carter signed the executive order keeping Iranians. Uh, you know, out of the out of the out of the United States here, <laughs> and so they don't want to even bring that shit up here. So you know, yeah. who is this bitch? Hmm? I was just going to bring up about Jimmy Carter. Uh, you know, when he blocked it was during the Iran Contra affair and the the, the Iranian hostages, uh, Jimmy Carter blocked any Iranians from coming into the United States, and as their visa ran out and they had to be shipped back, they he made sure that they did go back and could not return. And I, yeah. I brought this up earlier on the other show about the difference in people between then and now. When he did that, everybody supported him because they all knew it was the best thing to do. And, well, yes. It was a know, no-brainer. It was a no-brainer. Just like Donald Trump saying, guess what? Let's not let any foreign red kids in at all. You know, let's not let any of them in until Congress can you know, essentially figure it out and take responsibility for it. Now, everybody understands that even though he says temporary, uh, the day that Congress ever gets its shit together, <laughs> that might as well be forever. <laughs> Oh, by the way, tomorrow, tomorrow, the Republican, the Republican Congress has the opportunity to shut the government down. You know, tomorrow they're going to go ahead and pass another continuing resolution, and essentially, you know, maybe Donald, the Donald law say, hey, look, maybe it's time to shut, shut down the government. And this time, you know, generally the uh, the the government workers they will not get paid. For what time they miss here, you know, let the niggers ride here. That'd be that would be hilarious here, but <laughs> but Donald Donald's gonna go ahead. And say, I mean, that's really that's really the best way to go ahead and deal with it. But essentially, you have the old jab, and you have this John Kasich, and you have everybody whining and pissing and moaning about what an asshole Donald Trump is for essentially saying, let's not bring any of them in. That's a surefire way to cut down on Islamic extremism. Just don't let them in. You know, just don't let any more of them in. And as the visas run out, you know, essentially they all got a report tomorrow. And essentially we're going to go ahead and find the ones whose visa has run out, who have a report. And essentially we're going to ship them back to wherever the hell they come from. And, you know, essentially let them, let them go ahead and shoot each other over there. But, you know, I, I've gone ahead and listened. Uh, I go ahead and listen to these characters. They whine, they piss, they moan. They're not serious about it. I mean, essentially, they're not. You know, I have to laugh that happened to San Bernardino. Why? You know, I went ahead and looked at the body count. About a third of them were Whiggers. About a third of them were Beaners. And the rest, you know, there was a Jew or two and a few niggers and mystery meat uh, who got who got shot up at the retard center. And <laughs> it didn't bother me a bit. Didn't bother me a bit. But in any case, you know, the notion, you know, I've, I've gotten, you know, essentially I get engaged, you know, because of, you know, critters like Brian Real who are suing me. And here's this character pretending to be Chris Dundani, William Fink. And essentially, Brian Real went ahead and drafted, you know, Bill Fink and Melissa Epperson's 
their response to where they're whining, they shouldn't be countersued because they live in Florida and they don't have nothing to do with Ohio. And so then the answer is bingo, why am I being sued in Ohio, essentially for, you know, crap that's six years old that, you know, Brian Real lost in federal court. And, you know, my answer is going to be is that, hey, you're a co-conspirator of Brian Reels. Brian Reels suing me. I'm co. I'm countersuing him. You know, essentially, you know, what was all the fraud Brian Reels done? Why don't you simply charge him a twenty-five thousand dollar fine? So, essentially, a twenty-five thousand dollar fine, and that way he can't sue anybody else until he pays off that judgment. Now, I'll put an end to it here. You know, he thinks he's clever. So essentially, I just heard. I just heard this afternoon from my sister. She's saying that my mother's and father's will isn't valid because they didn't, you know, didn't have as many witnesses as these lawyers wanted to sign. It was signed in May 1972. Everybody's dead now. I mean, my dad was in his, what, 50s. My mom was in her 30s. You know, this is what, oh, 40-some years ago? Essentially, here's a lawyer saying that a will that some people drafted in good faith isn't valid, according to them. Here I have my own brother who essentially killed my mother so he could embezzle her estate. So the question was, what are we going to do? Well, they want to, you know, I've gone ahead and set up to, in the meantime, I have federal litigation against my brother, you know, his girlfriend, the hippo. Uh, Let me see. Corporal Orrin Barnes. And Sheriff Chen Copeland and this judge went ahead and dismissed the rump lawsuit. And so I had 28 days to file a Rule 59E motion. It was supposed to be filed by today. Instead, it was filed on the 9th, yesterday. So two or three days later, you know, Judge Stephen Ball, he's just going to go ahead and deny it. So then it's going to have a free shot to the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals. But essentially, the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals doesn't really matter. They don't really care whether or not the law is obeyed. The law is whatever the hell they say that they want to. And what I'm doing for the, quote, white race is telling is that if we will go ahead and kill white race traders, if we'll go ahead and kill white policemen, white lawyers, white judges, white cops, white regime criminals, white government workers, so to just kill them all, well, hey, it'll be it'll be just made in the shade to go ahead and kill Jews and niggers and beaners and faggots and the rest here. But you know, the thing about it is, though, is that something like that can't be accomplished by a motorcycle club. It's not going to be accomplished until things get pretty bad, and essentially, there's no choice in the matter. There's no choice if you want to live. It, it, it's not just a motorcycle club. I mean, they're yes. There's, more there's, there's many, 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 many different factions in it, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. And uh, I that, understand. That, no, I really? You don't. Do you really? Yes. I you do. don't have a fucking clue. It, it's so different than what you're displaying or what you're talking about here. Oh, this time it's going to be so much better. We're trying. This we're time, this time we're, yes, we're, I know. We're I doing. Know. It, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter here. You know, like in 2008. This time it'll be better. It won't happen again. No, it's going to happen worse. 
What's uh, going to again? What's going to happen worse? What are you talking about? Every single time you you have all these people, all these people who lived back then, they just stupid shit. They're not as smart as us here, so we're going to do the same stupid shit. Expect it's going to be different. That's not. We're doing things different. Like what? You're putting together oh, people. God, you're dude. putting together people who have really normally nothing really to do with each other. I've never seen. I've only seen about two green cards. We, we talk to each other almost every day. We meet up several times. I mean, a lot of these people live within just a few miles of each other. They have weekend get-togethers. We have monthly groups for each state, each county. We have two okay. big rallies a year, plus the three or four big things that the the MC puts together. All right. I mean, we meet okay. several times a year. It, it, All right. I, you know, I mean, I I don't see, you know, I, I've been in the, quote, militia movement. I've seen the same thing. And about every single time, somebody, you know, almost always gets in there and most people go to jail. Well, we've got the same people in charge making the same decisions, and they don't seem to be wanting to step down anytime soon. Well, fine. No need for them to step down, step down anytime soon. What I'm simply saying is, if you want to essentially put your head, put your head in the trap here, don't be too surprised when it goes click here, and you know you're, you know, pretty well done for. You you spent some time in prison or something like that. I've seen. I've what? seen. We're what? not doing anything illegal. I know. You, you like, like you, you uh, act like you act like the government really gives a shit about law, about how you're not doing anything illegal, folks. I was here. I was here. I was with my grandchildren here, and they decide and said, "Hey, we're going to go ahead and you know, on the basis of a well, essentially a complaint. We're going to go ahead and take the grandkids. We're going to go ahead and buy and sell them. And then we're going to go ahead and charge them with child molestation. And he doesn't want a public contender. So we're going to go ahead and send them to that house. You know, I mean, essentially, it's not a matter of innocence. It's a matter of what side you're on. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, you know, just go ahead and just just go ahead and, uh, you know, kill all the pigs and kill all the lawyers and kill all the judges and kill all the politicians. Essentially, anybody sides with them, and once you go ahead and kill them all here, well, you can go ahead and decide what the hell the law is. But you know, okay. I mean, you you guys you guys seem. I, I mean, I I could just tell here. I mean, having Uncle Tom's Ogpig, twenty five year Marine veteran here, and supposedly a big buddy of this character who's running against Hillary, uh, points him as nuthouse police. As I hear the story. Uh, you know, on his show about how here is this crazy gook woman, and he goes ahead and he unshackles her, so he she beats up his, you know, her abusive husband who wants to go ahead and beat up Uncle Tom's dog pig. And since I hear that story, if it's true, it's totally fucked up. I doubt it's true. I mean, you guys, you guys have a bunch of critters like old rich Ubros, you know. You know, this this may come as news to you, but essentially there is no white man who's 65 years old who works for the past 45 years in a tribal, you know, cannery in Alaska. There's no such thing here. 
No such thing. They don't, you know, I mean, essentially, if you're a member of the tribe, you're expected to work for a period in order to get the tribal benefits. So essentially, you know, what is Rich Ubrose? He's a member of the Indian tribe here. He's been going up there. And essentially, I asked Uncle Tom Zogpig, you know, timber or salmon? In Alaska, timber or salmon? Salmon, okay. I explained it. Well, you keep, you, you, you keep, you know, Wednesday, you keep attacking it's just two people out of, I mean, only one of them is in the organization. Uh, Tom's not in the organization. Rich is um, in the Washington State chapter organization of the Oh, yeah, he's, 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 he's very, you know, uh, I don't know if you listen well, to I mean, uh, you're, you're, Friday you're night. Really, but he's he's very nation. How is that different? No. How is that different what? than what Augie Christ did here? When Augie Christ claimed the Aryan nations here, he was selling he was selling Aryan nations what corporal generalships for twenty five dollars due and first ten dollars a month here. Yeah, we, uh, we I don't do that. I got a bunch you're, of you're atheists. I got a bunch of atheists and want to be wilderness. Who claim they were Aryan nations? Uh, you know, essentially, why are you Aryan nations? Well, uh, I, I gave thirty-five dollars to August Christ. Well, uh, you're, you're picking on one member out of two thousand plus. Well, um, I, you know, I mean, so you, you you got a gripe with one member out of two thousand plus members? No, I don't have any between, gripe. I don't have any gripe with anyone. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I think you, you, I think you can do. I think you can do whatever you want, but I don't expect anything good to come out of it. And that's why I'm telling you. Well, I think you come out of it. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, uh, what do you think? And, and, you know, obviously you've been in court in front of the Jewish lawyers and everything else, and uh, you might have the upper hand on this as far as a court battle, but... uh, You don't have any upper hand. Essentially, no. all you can do, all you can do, is fight You're and right. fight and fight and fight. And essentially, essentially, the whole thing, the whole thing is that what you're telling these people, you're telling these people something that they expect here. They expect to be, you know, they expect as traitors, they expect to be skinned out. I mean, shoot, yeah. you know, they, they expect they expect that they deserve death here. Usually these people I'm talking to are terrified by everything I represent because essentially I think that even the dumbest one is beginning to realize is that you know there's no there's no hope to the current system at all. Well, I mean, you know, basically, uh, you know, uh, somebody said that Rich is the president of the Washington. Anus MC. Well, no, Rich is not the president. Uh, S.S. Roberts, the president, and um, Rich is his elder, and and is under a probationary factor. And, you know, he's basically on probation. Um, don't and, bother uh, me. No, it doesn't bother me either. I mean, people, that's people, the, are, people, are, people are getting on me for why haven't you sued Brian Real? This is what this one character, Buck McHugh. And Johnny Tonto Britton, he was bitching about that too. And I pointed out to him is that what you do is that you let, you know, someone like Trader Glenn Miller. Well, hey, you know who they are. They've been caught. 
you you see who cleaves to them. You see who goes close to them, and then you avoid those people have anything to do with these people. But what you guys want to do is you want to form you want to form a big group out of well essentially you know creators, uh, uh essentially all sorts of characters here. About a month ago, I was talking, and essentially had one character claimed to be a wilderness, and he he claimed to be. What Satan's soldier? Well, if you claim to be a wilderness here, why do you, why do you mention Satan? Why didn't you call yourself Wilkai soldier? But you know, no, I mean, you, I, I, I uh, Satan, 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 Satan's the vice president or, or in our organization, he's an Odinist. Uh, that's where uh, you so might have misinterpreted that. If he's claiming to be Satan's soldier, he ain't much. I mean. I have seen plenty of Mongols who get caught out, who, like Trader Glenn Miller, who claim to be, who claim to be Christian identity, and let me go ahead and snitch them out. Oh, here. we're, we're not. We're, let me clear the air here, real quick. We're not claiming to be Christian identity. We're claiming to be the militant arm of the Aryan nation. And like I said, you can go so how under. Different? How are you different than August Christ? August Christ. Yo, he rebelled against Butler. He didn't want to well, go back. So well, he, you, know he what the, you know what? You know what the difference is? Is we're not we're not fucking pedophiles, fags, queers, or, or fucking niggers. That's that's what the I don't. Is. I I don't know. I don't. In the case of August Christ here, I don't know if he's a pedophile or not. Here he is. He don't have any feet. He only has part of one leg. He's what sixty some years old. He's big, fat, diabetic. His own family, you know, because about 30 years ago, about 30 years ago, he was, you know, he was married to a Jewess, and essentially the Jewess wanted divorce here, and he didn't want to give it, so essentially she charged him with child molestation. He went to trial, and essentially he beat the charge here. Now, now go back 30 years ago, here he is without any feet. I mean, essentially, you know, he no longer can get a pension from the naval bunch here. I don't know. For my gather, he would just as soon be in jail. He, it's not like he ain't been in jail before. You know, you know, during his entire tour of Vietnam, I think he spent maybe thirty days outside the stockade, so <laughs> bread and water. So hey, here he is. What sixty years old? He's going to get some health care. He don't, he don't have any feet. You know, I mean, when he uh, when he when he was tried for that. Uh, you know, I got I got Gribble Augie's Christ some credit here. I, you know, after the order, he's managed to steal the most money from Zog here, supposedly one hundred ninety-seven thousand dollars. So I'm sort of thinking is that hey, you know, maybe he wanted to be convicted here and get some free health care. I don't know, you know, but 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 essentially, here's August Christ in two thousand three. You no longer have to be Christian identity. Hell, you don't even have to be what? I just want a bunch of money from sad niggers. And I've seen these so-called Odinists here. And essentially, I've never seen one who understood anything about what he supposedly believes in who'd call himself Satan soldier. I mean, I, I, I thought if you were an Odinist, you didn't believe in Satan. Why are you calling yourself Satan soldier? It's a nickname. Well, now, it's a nickname. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know what the Odinist faith is. I don't, I mean, you know, the house of heathen or... Whatever, I mean, but um, 
Satan is a nickname. His mother nicknamed him Satan because of his um, his childhood upbringing. Um, and like I said, he's our vice president, and his name is Jeff. Actually, I mean, if you want to get you know personal about it, but well, uh, why don't he call himself Jeff? Or you know, I mean, if he supposedly knows well, all about I, him, I call him Jeff. Fine. If he's introducing himself to others as Satan's soldier. And then claim to be part of Aryan nations. Come on, there's a, there's a, you know, there is a big, there's a well, big. Uh, okay, let, let's divide this uh, here, here real quick. And let, let's make a little bit of sense of this uh, in common sense. Um, church of Jesus Christ Christian was the CIA part of the church, right? <laughs> It wasn't. A, a, it, yeah, you're you're saying it was a CI part of the church, as if there were a bunch of worldness and Satanists and Jews in it. They no, no, to, no, 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 no. I'm saying Pastor Butler's PJCC was the CI identity part of the church. Correct. No. Butler, Butler claimed to be a Christian identity minister. Okay, which was the CJCC, correct? Well, he claimed he claimed to be Wesley Swift's successor. He wasn't. Okay, that's, that's well, a yes or no. That's had, a yes or no. Had, we already had this discussion last okay. week. Okay. Well, it's sort of, but okay. Now, um, Pastor Butler, you know, being CI, you know, identity. Had CJCC, and now then he turned around and said, "Well, the Aryan Nation is the political arm of the church." Well, I told everybody tonight on my show and on your show, download on YouTube Richard Grant Butler's Race and uh, Reason One. You will see a lot of the a lot of what Pastor Butler says is a lot of things that associate with our organization. You do understand that Tom Metzger for a while was one of Butler's ministers, don't you? Yeah, well, uh, not not, not everybody can be perfect. I said Metzger was perfect. Essentially, Metzger, you know, played around for with a while, and then he became what he always was. He he became an he was an atheist. He never was anything other than essentially believing in Metzger. You know, in the case of David Lane, he played around with it for you know for a while. I'm convinced that the reason you know, you know, he wasn't the one who gunned down, from what I heard, you know, this Jew Allen Berg. It was Bruce Pierce who was actually the Chris Daddy, and they were trying to paper over the differences between the wokeness and the Chris Daddy. So they went and did the, you know, essentially the. Uh, the killing of this particular obnoxious Jew here, which I think was rather foolish. But in any case, you know, uh, Robert Matthews got caught for two reasons here. He had something to do with the National Alliance, and they brought in a mongrel named Tom Martinez, who went in, he was a criminal who got caught passing counterfeit bills, and he went in submission, but also David Lane didn't keep control of his sidearm, and he left the sidearm at the scene of the armored car robbery. So that was the second thing which caught him. 
in any case here. I, I have nothing but respect for the order, but I don't have too much respect for them giving a quarter million dollars to Trader Glenn Miller or $400,000 to William Pierce or, you know, essentially their political knowledge was, you know, essentially their political knowledge was not existent here. They had done far better oh, to be actual Robin Hoods and actually help. You know, and they did help some poor white farmers here. You know, I'll give them some credit for that. But most of their, quote, political aims was a total waste of time. I used to used to hear Catch Lane tell me and everybody else who would listen about how, you know, about phone book fears with $400,000 who couldn't do a single thing for David Lane. Well, David Lane was caught. You know, even William Pierce couldn't do it. But William <laughs> Pierce ran. William Pierce ran an Elohim City for Creators. You know, I was invited. I was invited to what this, you know, Doctor Reverend Robert Millar. He looked like uh, he looked like uh, Zeus from the original Planet of the Apes. We're like an orangutan here. He, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he was white either. Here, but essentially, he was running. He was running a zog. He was essentially running a. You know, I mean, he invited me there, and I said, you know, I said, well, when do you think the FBI surveillance ain't so but, you know, good? And he said, it's never not no good. He's a, he's a social informant. You know, this Oklahoma City was altogether a Zog false front organization here, and folks, people shouldn't realize as much. Now, you know, be that as it may here, you, what you're doing, what you're doing is I don't see anything different than with August Christ or, I mean, essentially a lot of the other failures here. Uh, this character, this character, he's admitting that he's buddy buddies. You know, go ahead and read. Go ahead and read the American Freedom Party. Oh, here's our vice president. You'll see a character who's what? You know, with, with the, uh, essentially the Marines. He became an E-8, which means that he was in charge, essentially, of, Around 250 men in a uh, in a company in the Marines. Somebody like that, senior enlisted of a company. He is not a revolutionary. He's not someone who's going to kick over the slop trough. He's somebody, especially with the Marines. He's someone who has been used by Zog to enforce his will upon the natives. And then he's buddy buddies with what? Uh, Martin O'Malley, you know, this liberal Democrat who's running for president, and they put him in charge supposedly to be a nuthouse pig. I've seen nuthouse pigs. There's not a single one of them who's any damn good, who gives a shit for, you know, for essentially inmates. You know, let me just tell you, let me just tell you here. You know, I, you know, I mean, essentially, I've not been beaten up by being that house pig, but essentially, I've had a lot of shit written on my chart, and I've had a lot of shit on my commissary stolen. I mean, I've had, you know, he's a racist, you know, he's a racist who wants to do all this sort of things, which is somewhat true. But essentially, nuthouse pigs are pigs first. They're not there for the nuthouse. I've heard his little stories. I mean, essentially, he is a pig. He will, he will, he will go ahead and throw some of you retards in jail. Don't, you know, don't kid yourself. And so, folks, I, I've gone ahead. I've gone ahead, and I've listened. 
And pretty well about a month ago, I went ahead and heard something. I got to where, you know, I, I should put up a new modem, but I have to use a Tor browser to get on to these shows. And a week ago, at SS John, he was all mad because supposedly I had dissed the black and silver solution. Folks, I don't see how it's the solution other than if you want to go to prison. I don't see anything good about it. Well, okay, elaborate on how uh, elaborate on how I'm going to go to prison if uh, we're no, we're doing nothing illegal. A lot of people, I wasn't doing anything illegal, you know, and they were doing their best to send me to prison. I mean, this is the same thing here. I mean, even the even the stupid lawyer, he want you know, just like you know, just like I was going ahead and telling you know this. What, 41 minutes where this here Corporal Barnes doesn't even know me. So essentially what it boils down to is that they want my brother to sell my mother's house a mile or so away so that I will leave Newton County. Now, is Newton County any more corrupt than any other county in Missouri? Probably not. Essentially, though, they don't want me here talking about their corruption. Well, I went down to the municipal court tonight, and the municipal judge, occasionally when there was some stupid white person here who was in trouble, he'd send me, he'd send me over, he'd send them over to me to, you know, draw up some legal stuff here to sort of get Zog to sort of uh, turn loose of them a little bit. Anyway, he told me that this pig named Timothy Perigo wants real bad to be on the Missouri Court of Appeals. And they won't let him on the southern court, so he's trying to get on the western you know, district of Missouri court. So I need to trash that, you know, fat lying piece of shit out some more on my webpage. But you know, I, I, I see what I see what you're doing. Essentially, I don't see anything. I don't see any. I don't see anything that's going to result from it other than a bunch of retards going to prison. Well, I mean, you know, as far as studying law and everything else that um, you know I've read into, I don't, I don't see where you're correcting your analysis. I mean, uh, unless one, I mean, as far as one of prison, unless one of um, one of our uh, brothers under under the umbrella under the Black and Silver Solution, uh, you know, does something stupid like getting a bar fight, we're all there, and they pull the RICO Act on us, and then yeah, we would all go to prison. Well, that's one way. That's one way they can do it. But you act like, I mean, there's plenty well, of people. There's plenty of people, and I met them. I met them in that house, who I think were innocent. It really matter. I mean, in, you know, in Zog Babylon, it's much like the same thing. Exactly the same thing. I you know they when I was a kid they used to bitch and piss and moan about Soviet psych you know, psychiatry and about how they would put their they would put their dissidents you know in a nut house and essentially dope them up and torture them. Well, folks, they do the same thing in this country, and essentially they do far more evil probably than the Soviet Union did altogether. You know, like I said before, right around this time a decade ago. Big fat, the big fat English pig, you know, an S four. He was the head of the, he was the head of the nurses. And he told me, 
still in faith. He knew, you know, we're away. And he said, well, we know you're not sane. But until you agree to accept a public pretender, you're going to stay here. I don't care if it's 20 years. You can watch here for all I care. And I am being told the truth. You know, same thing I would tell a pig or tell Jacob Scobie. Well, Jacob, you know, he's a Newton County prostitute attorney here. You know, he doesn't really want to talk to me unless he absolutely has to here. He, see, he made a mistake here. One day, one day on one of my little court things here, he made the mistake of saying a 17-year-old son. I said, is this your boy? Uh, okay. I said, I wonder, I wonder you know, how well he would resist torture here. Now, you pretty well got my retarded grandson supposedly claim. I don't know if they did or not. You know, that I kissed his penis here. Do you think if I went ahead and had, you know, do you think it'd take more than 15 or 20 minutes here of squeezing your your son's testicles and pair of pliers to have him testify anything, you know, that, you know, that I want him to against you, Jacob? You know, that kid looked like he was scared to death, so did old Jacob. See, I mean, I just pretty well tell us that's not a matter of law. It's a matter of power. And essentially, every. You know, really, what comes down to it, you know, there is a good reason here that you end up having, you know, critters like Joseph Stalin and Mao Zedong and Paul Pot, who essentially figure out that we will not be able to advance as a people until the vast majority of Uyghurs are dead. They're just screaming to hell. And once you start skinning out the Uyghurs here, why, hey, Killing niggers and mamsers and beaners and shoes, no big problem. You couldn't have a renaissance as long as you had a population explosion that the Black Death would occur. The Black Death, you know, essentially the renaissance occurred within 25 to 30 years after the Black Death cleared out the vast majority of the population. Now, I've talked to Dewey Tucker. He believes that essentially that was Yahweh's way of cleaning out the Mongols. And he might very well be right. Because there were some places, there were some places in Europe, like around Nuremberg, you know, if you want to believe the rats and fleas story, you know, that's fine, but essentially I'm sure that Nuremberg had rats, and I'm sure the rats had fleas. So why did places like Nuremberg not have the Black Death? No, I've seen, I've seen, you know, thanks to politics and thanks to being in the movement, I've seen more liars and phonies and clowns and the rest here. And uh, old Uncle Tom Zogpig, why he acts exactly, he acts exactly like uh, what? Just like Brian Real does. So does old Wolfwitz Wellingwall, Steve. Old Boo from D.C. You know, and Mitch Buberos acts a lot like this manager's named, uh, what the hell is your name? Uh, her name was Rebecca Mace. She showed up. Is my half Cherokee daughter? She's a hundred percent Israelite. And what happens? I looked her name up. Essentially, she was a Mongol, and her daughter was very, very dark. So I, I've seen, I've seen all sorts of critters. I've seen all sorts of critters in the style movement. Essentially, old rich boobros here. He's an engine. You know, there's no such thing as a white man who's 65 years old who has a job and hasn't had a job for 45 years working at the salmon cannery in Alaska. 
that doesn't, you know, that, you know, I mean, you might as well believe in, uh, what, Cinderella and Jack and the Beanstalk and the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Well, okay. I mean, that's your opinion. I mean, okay. you're entitled All to right. it. Well, that's, that's, that's fine. I, you know, I mean, essentially, you know, tonight, you know, tonight I had my sister come over, and essentially I didn't go to your show, and I see a whole bunch of you sitting and waiting. And, you know, every single one of you who wanted to talk was giving your, sh- you know, was giving your time to talk, right? Well, Zunich, uh, actually, um, you know, basically when you got, when you were arrested, um, I do believe that uh, Morris Follett, um uh, Revoked your papers as pastor. As a pastor. Uh, no, 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 no. Let me explain something to you here. Okay, well, you explain it to me. No, no, no. It wasn't when I was arrested. I got arrested. What, 10 days after? 10 days after he got arrested, him and this mongrel Scott Charles Thornton. And unlike mm-hmm. everybody else, so you're talking Scott about the Charles kid you talking about the kid he got arrested with and he got, you know, for conspiracy conspiring to rob a bank, yeah. Yeah, in Alabama. And you have this Bradley Jenkins. Him and Morris Collette used to be big buddies here. They used to be fellow crackheads together. That's why they were plotting to rob banks in Alabama. But getting on with it, what happens is that of all of Morris Collette's legion of saints, I was the only one, Essentially, I looked at the. I went ahead and looked at the. What was it? The, uh, you know, the you know. Every time they arrest somebody, they have a what? They have a uh, what? Press release. Court Well, no, not a court docket. They have a press release. So and so has been arrested for conspiracy to rob banks. Call whatever. I called up well, Gillespie. Uh, I called well, up Gillespie. Well, yeah, here, well, you, you, you want do you want do you want to hear what I say or not? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, well then let me let me go explain. I called up Gillespie, and it took about you know thirty or forty minutes. So I said, "Lying bastard," just went on and on and on and on. You know, he was evasive, but I got the you know got the you know, got the idea that somewhere they both were being held in the same holding facility. So then I went ahead. I was using Roxy's cell phone. I went ahead and called. Went ahead and called the you know Monroe County you know Sheriff's Department. Found out that they'd done something to where they were not allowed to house federal prisoners, but the West Monroe Jail was allowed. So I called and found out that they were in two different pods. That they were allowed to have up to five dollars you know at a time to buy commissary. Supplies. So I organized all these people, all these people here who essentially were great. And they'd send in twenty dollars to join the Legion of Saints. And what happens? What happens is that none of them did a damn thing. Anyway, it goes on. It goes on until August fourth. And here's this Joe McLeod. This character had been a little tyrant. For my guess, an Anglo mestizo. Essentially, I'd called, you know, I'd called up this Joe McLeod. Essentially, just like your little, you know, black and silver solution. You have all these people who they want to join up to, you know. Essentially, that's how Morris Collette's done. Your sadistic souls 
came to Morskalat and wanted, you know, claimed the area nations, and Morskalat went ahead, took them, and then the bloom was off the rose. You know, now you guys can get along very good. Any more, any long than what Paul, you know, Paul Mullet and Morris Collette was able to get along because they're looking for the same, exact self same kind of tard to play Aryan Nations or whatever with. But anyway, well, yes. Yeah, so you know, I, I talked I talk, I talk to this Joe McLeod, and he said essentially that whatever was his would remain his. Whatever was Morris Collette would be maybe his. So he goes ahead and makes him senior pastor. And then what happens is that. You know, this Joe McLeod goes ahead and starts purging people. And I got purged because I'd advocated something called prion poison. I'd advocated essentially skinning out, skinning out the spawn of regime criminals. I've never heard the fact that if you destroy my family, your family's fair game. It's just a matter of time before I get power. If I get power, you're going to die. You're going to be sent screaming to hell. You're going to be eating your own spawn after I run through a wood chipping machine. I don't pretend to be a nice guy. You need to die. You destroyed my family. You need to die. And you go ahead and you have something to do with, you know, letting my brother kill my mother. Your parents and your brothers and sisters, they need to die too. Your entire family needs to die. No questions asked. Anybody who sides with them, they need to die too. They died just like anybody who supported Ahab's criminal regime. That's what the Bible says. You exterminate everybody who's on the other side. There's no such thing as innocence or guilt. Only sides. So anyway, you guys want to go ahead and pretend, you know, play that, you know, with your motorcycles and that? I don't give a shit. Essentially, all you're oh, doing no, is no, getting no, in no, trouble. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Um, you know, I do. There, there is some. Um, uh, things on the internet that said Morris Lett, uh did revoke your pastoral. Yes, shift. he did. Let me just go ahead and go on. I went ahead and uh, I advocated essentially using biological warfare against regime criminals. I advocated skinning them out. I advocated anybody who's on the other side, they're not human beings. You do whatever the hell you want to do to them. And essentially, here's old Joe McLeod. He whines and pisses the morning. So he goes ahead on August 4th. Well, I think you ought to be kicked out. So he goes over, and Galette on August 9th goes ahead and revokes because, you know, he doesn't believe that I did this, but essentially, he doesn't believe in acting like a criminal. Morris Galette's a drunken crackhead. He's always been a criminal. Now he's a Zog enforced criminal. I did look. I mean, essentially, he's not pretending to be Aryan Nations anymore. But essentially, he went ahead and revoked my. He went ahead and revoked my ministerial credentials, simply because well, not, not only vanity from Joe McLeod, but because essentially he was, he was already pursuing a deal here to get six years instead of going with the thirty years because he was caught dead to rights. Drunk well, okay. and uh, trying to rob that. More... So basically, this was his little plea bargain. It, so anyway, bargain included, is... it, no, wait, hold on a second. His plea, his plea bargain included denouncing white power and uh, the the Aryan nation. That's why if you read all of the newspaper posts, it, it says racist, uh, uh, racist arrested for conspiring to rob a bank. It doesn't say Aryan Nation pastor uh, 
should fire the Robert Bank. It said racist because he denounced the Aryan Nation. So therefore, he was no longer a pastor when he got arrested. I have, so I have no idea. I mean, for my guess, I think I've told you that I don't claim to get my ordination from Gillette because you already admitted that Gillette had never met you know, Butler. Of course, I don't see, I don't see, you know, Butler, Butler simply formed his church and made himself a pastor. Wesley Swift didn't make him a pastor. The Church of Jesus Christ Christian of California didn't make him a pastor. He uh, went ahead and his he, own he attended, he, wait, hold, on, hold on a second. He attended Wesley Swift's uh, church. How do, you, how do you know that wasn't, um, that, that he did not get ordained? Because, under because you know, because... What happens is that even this Jew, and pretty well he wanted to take over for Wesley Swift, and essentially it didn't go over very well. Wesley Swift, Wesley Swift was affiliated with, uh, what was his name, uh, Eureka Springs, uh, uh, Gerald L.K. Smith. And so, you know, he had a, you know, he had a, uh, you know, he had a tape ministry. He had a church. But essentially, from my gather, he was just a member of, you know, several on the board of directors. And I explained to you, I explained to you that February 2005, the last of the board of directors croaked off. And the state of California wanted $200 of somebody in California in order to renew that corporate charter. Now, Morris Collette didn't have 200 you know, Well, he may have had $200, but he didn't have anybody in California who wanted to go ahead and go down there. Right. So essentially, you know, and I've heard your little story about what Lorraine Swift wanted or didn't want. Essentially, I smell a rat because one of the people, I, I heard the little yap, yap, yap here about how, uh, what is his name here? Rick Spring, bank robber who you go ahead and steal these applications or something to the Southern Poverty Law Center and, you know, the one primates project. I mean, you know, uh, he's still against more Scalette here. Essentially, Morskelet is just simply a Zogbot here. I've gone ahead and listened to all these characters. Uh, Gerald, Gerald, what was his name? Uh, you know, the, the, the idiot who used to be a hybrid nigger who uh, papers to, uh, you know, uh, has a swastika. Gerald O'Brien. I've seen Sci-Fi Faber, or Jeremy Faber. I've seen Jeremy Visser. They're fake. I've seen all these characters, and they're all fakes here. Well, well, Jonathan, Jonathan Williams, why don't we just throw Jonathan Williams in there, too? Well, Jonathan Williams, what happens, he was with, he was with Rick Spring. And what happens, they formed this U-Coy, and you had a bunch of pigs in there. And yeah. what boiled down to is that they had, they had Eli James, and they had the, they had the uh, Sephardic Melungeon Jeremy Visser there. And they had a fine old time around, what, uh, Feast of Tabernacles in 2008. And then a month later, it all imploded, and essentially, you know, dumbass old Jonathan Williams, he went ahead and had a Facebook page, and his wife had, you know, his wife had a nigger, had a nigger, uh, had a nigger child, and she had another, presumably another nigger in the oven here. So here's a character who essentially is married to a mud shark. Uh, so yeah, 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 I remember that. Okay. So here he is. He's with old Bale Fink here. You have Andre. The, you have all these characters, none of them for real here. 
and I made it quite clear. You know, I mean, you want to go ahead and go to the Missouri Secretary of State's office, type up Church of Jesus Christ Christian, every nation of Missouri, you'll find that I have a corporation since October of 2006, and it's in good standing until, until what? Uh, you know, August 31st, 2016. So okay. I don't owe I don't owe my ordination to anybody any more than Butler did. When he came down to it, when he came down to it, he simply set up his own church in Idaho and he claimed to be a pastor. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that might be your side of the story, but... Um, okay, well, there's, there's a, it don't really well, matter. I mean, I mean, well, no, no, uh, I mean, it does really matter. I mean, uh, as, far, <laughs> as far as the uh, the family side, um, you, you remember who Betty was? Well, that was his wife, right? Yeah. I have yeah, her diary. Was well, his wife diary. was a pastor, too? No, 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 but she was very good... Good, very, very good friends with uh, Doctor Swift's widow, you know, Doctor Swift's and wife. And so, so was this, so was so this Ashkenazi Malajan named Brian Wright, who then okay, went ahead well, after he got caught. He claimed to be a wokeist here. Now he's back with a pincer possum, pretending to be a Christian identity minister here. Well, I'm I mean, not I, I think well, I'm not. Well, I, 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 I tell you what, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not claiming CI. I'm just saying that, um, uh, <laughs> you know, Pastor. I, I think Pastor Butler basically um, took the, uh, the the good graces of um, you know Doctor Swift and and moved up to Hayden Lake, Idaho, and took the CJCC uh, to its glory and uh, created the Aryan Nations at the same time and. They had a political and a militant arm, and that's why I want you to That's what he claims. That's what he claims. I do know that since you're Butler's nephew, you want to claim that Butler, Butler was what? Wesley's was successor. He wasn't. Not a successor, an uh, ordained pastor under Swift. I don't know. I, you know, I mean, you know. Yeah, maybe you. you, maybe any, you, you do, wait, wait a minute. Do you have any proof otherwise? So in short, so in short, I don't believe something because essentially I don't have any proof otherwise. Do you have any proof otherwise? So in short, is that is that your claim? Because nobody can prove otherwise. You're going to claim whatever you want. No, I have proof I like because it. I. Well, I got proof. Well, then maybe you can go ahead and show it. Well, I'm not going to show it. It's actually... Okay, uh, so in short, it, short, you're going to claim the approved, but you're not going to show it. No, no, because it's actually um, Betty Butler's um, uh, basically diary. I'm, I'm not showing that. I wouldn't so, show that to you, God, or anybody else. Okay, so why, why are you... Why, I don't know. In order to go ahead and show that you're not lying? I don't know. If you, I'm not if you lying. Want, if you what, want, what, 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 what? Good and grace and glory would it make a difference if I? I mean, why would I lie about some bullshit about that? I have no idea why you would lie about that. Uh, I mean, I, I mean no because you want I, to, you want to essentially 
You have a motorcycle club that's called South Sadistic Souls. No, you have this, 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 claiming this, no, to be no, soldier, no, 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 no. and you like want that? to you want to put an AN in front of your name. Maybe you should go ahead and call yourself SS ANMC because when you go ahead and you know put an ANSS MC, everybody goes ahead and has a U, you know, somewhere between in the initials here. Well, you know, anybody can call me what they want. I really don't give a shit. Um, okay. You know, all these, all these bots are in the chat room. Um, it really doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, there, I, I do have. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of things like uh, you know that August Christ had that he passed off to Dubazwick and and, and certain individuals that they had as far as. Uh, Pastor Butler, as far as they knew, but um, you know, uh, Betty Butler was just involved, just as much involved. She's probably a real the, nice person, and she's dead. And their well, two daughters she, she, didn't want anything yes. to do with it. Don't want anything. Oh, yeah. Didn't want anything to do with it. You're exactly right. You're 100 percent right there, and I'll give you that okay. answer. Um, but um, so, I mean, uh, you know, for all practical purposes, it seems to me that what Butler did. Is just simply a dead end, which is being used by, I guess, by you to, so that you guys can put an A in in front of your motorcycle. What? No. What's going to? No, that that is really wrong. Um, um, it, it, it's not. It, it's not about me. It's not about the end. It's not about the black and silver solution. It's not about anything other than the preservation of the white race. Um, is that that's what it's about? Um, it, it's about moving forward. It's about moving. Move forward um, to where? Prison cell. Good luck. <sighs> I don't. I don't see. I don't see. You claim to have a solution. I don't see a solution. Well, I see. I uh, see you. I. I see. I mean, I don't. I don't see any difference between what you're doing and what August Christ was doing. Uh, big, big difference. I mean, in the case of, in the case of Galat, I, I tell people to shoot. You know, I mean, the Morris, you know, the Morris, uh, let me see, the Harold Grooms, the Harold Grooms uh, estate here is worth, last time I talked to the old Klansman who used to run it, it was worth about half a million dollars. Yeah. You know, they got 2%, they got 2%, 2 per year until, what, 2053, you know, when basically what's left in it will be paid in a big old lump sum. So somebody's doing it, and I, I went ahead. I went ahead and actually looked things up, and I talked to people, you know, including the old Klansman. And uh, such, I believe the Klansman's dead, but I don't want to give his name. But, you know, and I have looked here, as essentially Morris Collette has backed off from claiming to be Aryan nations for whatever reason. Now, he still claims to be, you know, Church of the Sons of Yahweh, which is fine because, you know, he probably needs that in order to keep getting his money. You know, I mean, he probably doesn't have a job. Hopefully, he's no longer on cocaine. But you know, what is the point to it? 
Well, the point is, is um, if, um, you know, Morris Collette is not going to do anything as far as airing Asian and promoting the white race and the white cause. And um, do you actually know what the, well, no, hold on a second. Do you actually know what the Hell's Rooms Memorial Fund was actually set up originally for? What I found out, what I found out from asking the one who actually handled it, is that forty percent went to this went to this Hammerskin Club. He had, he had an estate worth about a million. He used to have a small business yeah. and a good, good house. And essentially, it was, it was worth about a million in two thousand three. He gave forty percent to the Hammerskins, you know, AKA Clan Unit in Ohio. He gave forty percent of it to. To Ray Redfern's Church of the Sons of Yahweh, he gave 20% to the girlfriend of the Hammerskins for essentially taking care of him the last couple months of his life. And initially, what happened was Galette only got $800 the very first time here. And the next week, you know, next year, he only got $400 of it. And essentially, he got a little bit hard up for Coke money. So he he went ahead and found some angle mestizo, and they plotted to rob banks in Alabama for cocaine because he was a crackhead. I mean, essentially, if you want if you want to look if you want to look if you want to go ahead and look, you know, go to the Ohio Secretary of State, type in Church of Sons of Yahweh. You can go ahead and see Ray Redfern's original corporation papers. You can go ahead and see that. You know, it gets transferred to Morris Collette, who lived in Ohio at the time here. And then it's sort of iffy. And then in 2009, you know, I notified Morris Collette that he needed to renew his church corporation. So, uh, you know, essentially, yeah, I probably know about it as much of, as anybody here, not the old classmates did. You know, probably not as much as Morris Collette because this information I got is two years old. But I don't see I don't see why it would be worth any less than half a million dollars. So what's two percent of that? Well, that's about ten thousand dollars a year. That's a that's a nice chunk of change. You don't have to work for it. So that's why he's maintained it. I don't know why he's dropped the Aryan Nations. Probably, you know, probably because it's become an embarrassment. I don't know. Well, actually, he um, he we actually recruited a couple of people out of his uh, motorcycle club. I, I think he had a total of three. We recruited two out of his Aryan Nation club and uh, brought them aboard with us. And um, uh, basically, he basically said that we were the destination of the Aryan Nation, and that that is the furthest thing from the truth. And, and so, therefore, with that thing. Uh, I, I just think he just gave up. I mean, um, I have no uh, idea. I have no idea. Maybe the Southern Party Law Center said you're a card and you're an embarrassment. Just go ahead and collect your, go ahead and collect your ten thousand dollars a year, and as churches, you know, churches and sons of Yahweh, and we'll find some other Aryan nations cards to go ahead and advance. Don't really matter, does it? No, no. So, okay. I got on you. I got on you last week. Last yeah, week, for essentially, for essentially, you know, your your part part seems to be, 
to put an AN to this umbrella group of motorcyclists and creators and clan and the rest here. You know, that's your function. And I don't know, are you going to take your responsibility of some of these people, when some of these people go to prison or not? Well, I mean, there's also another, um, you know, uh, faction of it. There's quite a few. There's quite a well, few. Just, actually, like, just, like I told, just like I told Paul Mullet, you know, when essentially Mullet and Gullet, the Mullets and Gullet split up, I told the Mullets, I told the Mullets, just go up, go 45, you know, go up 45 miles from Chillicothe or Centerton, Ohio, Go to the Ohio Secretary of State, set up a Church of Jesus Christ Christian Air Nation of Ohio. See if I care. And for my gear, Mullet, he waited 10, you know, 10, 11, you know, what, months? He did it here, and then he claimed that only him and Wesley Swift could marry people, which is bullshit. I mean, you know, Mullet is an idiot. He, he's, just simply a, he's just simply a thief, a petty thief, sort of like Commander Shoop or whatever. He's just a, he's just simply another tar, you know, just another thieving tar. Oh, you talking movie. about you talking about Jeff Shoop with the nigger baby the nigger baby picture? Well, it's called it's called Ambergate. He lied for five years because he married this he married this Syrian he married this Syrian woman who was previously married to a nigger. And she had a nigger named Amber, and they called it Ambergate. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as Galette did with. Uh, Gillette did with uh, what's his name's uh, nigger grandson, you know that we were talking about earlier. So, in any case, any case, you know, I I don't see, you know, to me, to me, the uh, the dual seed line Christian identity portion of it is what's important here. Uh, The Aryan nations is just simply something. That looks sort of intimidating when I'm filing, you know, a lawsuit, you know, for freedom of, you know, freedom of speech in, in the Sog land here. Well, what I find, what I, what I find, what I find far more important, what I find far more important is essentially doing the, you know, spreading the basics of dual seed line Christian identity in the, you know, essentially in the Comparan form, and I've been re, re you know. I've been essentially a mess for the last three months because I've been sort of busy in not you know, essentially putting in order Bertrand Compare's uh, Bertrand Compare's uh, teachings here. But to me, the dual seed line—it's the church, it's the church which is important here. It's not—it's not this so-called Aryan nations thing. Well, I mean, you have your, um, you have your okay, opinion. Yeah. Our... Well, I have my yes. opinion. To me, to me, it's the actual church which is important. You know, not. Well, I mean, and I'll respect it. I'll, I'll respect that as far as the church. You know, uh, you know, like Unich, um, you know, said earlier, I dare you to call um, Pastor Lynn Fett not a true pastor. Well, I mean, who's this? You know, when. Well, I, I, I know that. Uh, huh? I, I, I'm not saying that Butler wasn't a true pastor. I'm just simply saying. No, no, I'm, I'm saying. Basically, no, basically, he was saying that. I, yeah, I told, I, I said on our show that um, I knew for a fact that um, you know the left pulled your pastor. You know, you pulled your papers, and uh, you came back. Well, who yeah. cares what Galette does? I mean, essentially, Galette, 
Gillette pulled my papers because Joe McLeod whined like a pussy here and says he cut a deal with Zog. You know that hey he wouldn't you know he wouldn't uh, do it. Gillette, you know I used to hear pissing and moaning from John Britton. You know and it came to a head in August of 2007. Well, essentially here I am in the nut house. I'm able to go ahead and you know make some you know make some essentially make some uh, make some calls out going. I went and found out about the Howard you know the Harold Grooms thing, and so, so I got to the bottom of this thing here. In August and September 2007, you know, from the nut house. So anyway, oh, I, found out, I yeah. found out. I found out, you know, what the hell the deal was. But you know what I'm what yeah, I'm simply what I'm yeah, simply here I, out. Here I call you. Here I call you out, and then in the damn chat room, fucking stoner. I don't even smoke weed. I don't do drugs in any way, shape, or form. It, it wasn't huge. Don't uh, worry about idiot. don't worry about the chat room. It's what? It's at least fifty well, percent nimbuster retard. Why are you well, worrying exactly. about what tards? Why are you worrying well, about what tards in the chat room? You know, actually it's um it's pure entertainment what they write in your chat room and it's pure oh, yeah. entertainment what they write in, in my chat room and uh Okay, well you no. you got you will have you know, you'll have like for example here, you'll have Munich. You know, essentially, Tatter Flag says, is he, a, is he a Zogmar or something like that? I said, no, Nimbus retard. You know, what, in your chat room last week, he was saying, he was, he was, he was putting up Marty Chomo. You know what I mean? You know, should I go ahead and get all butt hurt? Should I get all butt hurt because some Nimbus retard goes ahead and writes Marty Chomo? And the answer is no. I'm too thrilled with it, but hey, I don't really, I don't really, <laughs> there ain't nothing I can do about them buster tards here. I, I pretty well have a very much a free speech chat room, okay? Right. I don't, I don't pull, I don't pull, you know, I, you know the, the whole reason, the whole reason that I go ahead and log on to Uncle Tom's Zog Pigs if I get home from, usually Friday is my runaround time. If I get in from Rabbi Finks or whatever, usually I want to hear, you know, old Rabbi Fink, he goes ahead and he names all the tards here, and Casey will name Brian Rio. So such I'll go ahead and say so I want, you know, to have him you know, mention Brian Rio's name. Okay? And then what happens, I'll go over, you know, once, you know, once Fink is reading from some stupid book about Martin Luther from the 666th time or his notion of Paul, you know, I mean, essentially, you know, face this and you, boy. Once I go ahead and do that here, I will log in and make cases with Pastor M. Linstead so that I can go ahead and show that so-called American Freedom Party doesn't believe in freedom of speech and doesn't know what the hell to say, and essentially that I and I alone will be muted. The whole purpose is to simply go ahead and fly the flag, essentially act sort of like a hawk, you know, I don't know if you ever seen, you know, I don't know if you ever seen, you know, rabbits or whatever. Whenever there's a hawk flying overhead, they're they're looking up at the sky because they're scared. You know what I mean? So the whole purpose, the whole the whole purpose, the whole purpose essentially is to fly the flag and intimidate intimidate the tards. You know, old Uncle Tom's dog pig, he's smart. You know, bitch, boo bros, he's an idiot. Uh. You know, the whole purpose is to 
you know, fly the flag and, you know, intimidate the cards. All together. All together to show that whatever they say is pretty much a lie. Well, it's all together. It's all together. It's all together. It's essentially it's all together a matter of labeling them correctly and putting them in their place to where, you know, they don't have any confidence. You know, I mean, Uncle Tom, you know, Uncle Tom, dog pig bully called in my show. He could be, he'd be allowed to. Bitch Boobros wanted to call into my show. He'd be allowed to. Bale Fink wants to call Michelle, he'd be allowed to. Old nigger looks wide real. He went in and called for an hour to my show, called me a child molester, uh, essentially, uh, you know, admitted, admitted that he wasn't going to file, you know, a, uh, you know, essentially a, a federal lawsuit to prove up his claim because I'd showed the fact that he was a Mongol. I mean, essentially, the whole purpose is to let whoever want to talk, talk. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, we're trying to get a message okay. out there, and uh, and you know, obviously these dog bots in here think I'm a wet brain. Um, you know, actually I have a very bad head cold, which um, I took Nyquil before. I guess if um, you consider that alcohol abuse, and oh, so be it. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, you, you can kiss my. You're you, can, you, You're can, you can kiss. You can kiss my fucking ass, you damn people in the, the chat room. Do the mere fact that uh, you are. You are. To, you are. You are. You are. You're feeding the tar. You know the troll tars. You're feeding the number oh, two yeah. troll tars. You know you're feeding half of your half of your chat room is them buster tars. There'll be there'll be a few true believers like mud shark spotter or three niglets or whatever. There will be some true believers. And essentially, what? At least, you know, probably half between two half between two thirds is the same nimbuster tards that you have on this show insulting you right now. Well, you know, um, words are just words. I mean, you know, you can't insult me in any way, shape, or form. I'm not that thin-skinned. Um, you know, as far as uh, but quit telling how 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 tough you are, how unfit skin you are. If you're going ahead and tell everybody that you're not thin skin, they know they're getting at you, John. Oh no, I just I just laugh. I mean, it's comical, but um, you know, um, you know, let's say, I mean, you know, obviously uh, we've agreed that um, you know. As far as what Lett did or whatever he did, and um, you know, also the other side of the coin, then um, you know, I'm going to agree that um, the Black and Silver Solution is going to prevail. Um, you do your work, we'll do our work, and uh, we'll just kind of meet in the middle maybe one day. Um, you know, it's not going to be on a CI uh, part of the coin, but um, I, I think it's going to be. Uh, a, you know, a good uh, combination in the end uh, due to the mere fact that uh, uh, the many organizations, and I don't see any of us going to prison because we're not doing anything stupid, but, uh, you know, like you said... Uh, well, you know, I, see uh, a bunch of, I see a bunch of people, and they claim they didn't do anything, but they went to prison. So, I mean, hell, I mean, you know, the, you, you go ahead and you go ahead and act, you, you go ahead and 
I'm sure the prisons are filled with people who didn't do anything. I'm quite sure that they're filled with, you know, people who meant well. I'm quite sure that, uh, hey, you know, I mean, you know, among the, you know, among the, uh, you know, among the critters who I've seen at the nut house, you know, well, I'd say about a third of them were innocent, you know, were innocent Uyghurs. The niggers, I think, were always guilty, but, you know, the Jews were always guilty, but I'd mess, you know, estimate at least about a third of them were innocent of something. You know what I mean? Especially if they were retards. But it doesn't really matter here. To me, it doesn't matter about, you know, innocence or guilt. It just matters about sides. You're on the other side. And you're serving Satan here. You need to die. Your entire family needs to die. You went ahead. You went ahead and wronged me, and I have power. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and skin you out. Doesn't really matter here. You don't. You, you know, I mean, you know, most of you, most of you, you know, about eight out of ten of the critters you see running around, even if they have white pelts here, just waste the wigger skin if they're white. You know, the mongrels and the Jews and the niggers. Why, hey. You know, they're not worth, you know, they're not, you know, I mean, essentially they are what they are here. Essentially, this is not the first, this is not the first empire which has finished off its founding stock and didn't have enough to where it collapsed. And like Lothar Stoddard said in his, well, I think it was his classic in 1922, 1923, there's no noble barbarians to fix things. But, you know, unlike, I guess, you know, most of you. So I actually believe I actually believe in you know this dual seed line Christian identity. I believe that Christ will come. And a lot of times I go ahead and tell people who aren't Christian identity you don't want to become Christian identity. Essentially if you can you can go ahead and use you can go ahead and use religion as a sword as well as a shield. Well, I mean, what you failed to understand is there's people in our organization is CI that is, uh, I mean, and I don't know, see that, why. I I fail to see why if they're really Christian day, they would put up with a bunch of Mongol creators who are following this damn Jew, essentially uh, this bullshit made up by a damn Jew named Benny Classen. You know, I mean, well, what what is the point to that? And essentially, well, you know, here is some so-called. Here's some so-called wokeness called himself Satan's soldier. That's not wokeism. That's just, you know, that's just some retarded shit here that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust anybody who, you know, doesn't even know what he's talking about here. I used, well, I used to, I used to, I used to really, I used to really feel sorry for these Christian Danny people who would run around with Trader Glenn Miller. And then I got another glimpse of Trader Glenn Miller from 2010. I says, here is a brown-skinned, cork-eyed, obvious mongrel from eastern North Carolina. More likely, he's a lumpy, malungeon Indian, a drunken one. That's why he can't handle his liquor. And then I stopped feeling sorry for Chris and Danny people who followed a drunken malungeon who went ahead and landed them out. I mean, if you were really serious about what you claimed you were serious about, why are you dealing? Why are you dealing with an obvious mongrel? You know, claim to be one of you. You know, that's stupid. That just indicates that you know either you don't know what you're talking about, you know, in which case you're a fool, or you're a liar. And I don't, no, I don't we, think, we, I don't think, it, I don't think it, I don't think it's very smart to hang around 
fools and liars, or both here. I mean, I think it's sort of dangerous to do so. So, you know, as I said before, I don't see what your organization is going to accomplish other than, you know, essentially getting a bunch of tards sent to prison. Well, somebody, somebody, somebody who tells me, somebody who tells me they formed a, quote, new order, and says so that new order didn't accomplish anything other than being sent to prison, didn't even manage to steal $3 million, didn't even manage to go ahead and kill one, two. Well, hey, I mean, that sounds to me like something that you're better off here. I, I would say, well, deal with Storm Roof here. Well, I think as a lone tar has accomplished more than the new order did. I think, you know, I mean, essentially nine niggers as opposed to what? Oh, one Jew? I mean, if you're going, if you're going to, if you're going to form a terrorist criminal gang, well, at least be somewhat successful at forming a terrorist criminal gang. You know, otherwise, maybe it's best not to form a you know terrorist criminal gang and stay away from people who do it here. And for me, you know, what's important to me is actually the. You know the dual seed line Christian identity aspect of it here. I don't see any point. I don't see any point to running around with people who you know are not white. I mean that's why I get down on Brian Rio and William Craig and Eli James. They're just a bunch of you know papist, preterist, mongrels and Jews pretending Christian identity. I don't have much use for that shit. But you know to me it's important here that you be white, that you actually be white, and that you actually be. You'll understand something about Christian identity. And if you don't, then why why have anything to do with you? You know, the only other reason is that, hey, if you want to use Christian identity as an excuse to go ahead and kill niggers and beaners and Jews, that's fine by me. But obviously I I don't really need the problems here with being directly associated with you. You know, there's no point to it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, totally. But, um, you know, we've uh, put, we've actually put religion aside, so. But what what was the point? What was the point? You know, that's that's what August Christ did. And when I heard that, when I heard that, that okay, you no longer well, I know in every nation we insist that you had to be Christian identity. Well, we we accept a few one seed liners, but they had to have an open mind to do a seed line. And yes, you had to be white. You know, now August Christ in two thousand three, it boils down to you don't have to be white and you don't have to be Christian identity. So if it's not a racial or religious thing, I mean essentially all this is is just August Christ wanting people who want to claim the Aryan Nation instead of money? Well, screw that. Screw uh, we're that. Not, we're, no, we're not asking about money. We're not. We're not there to do paper membership. We're not there to say, "Hey, you send me money, you're going to re- be regional six director of the Midwest." We we don't do that crap. Um, obviously, well, that's good. You know, well, obviously, you don't know much about the organization. If somebody wants an application, we meet them. We have a discussion with them. We talk to them. And if we don't like them, they don't get an application. 
Um, okay. You know, it, so you like it, you like Uncle Tom's Dog Pig, and you like Miss Boobros. Uh, the only one in, in our organization is uh, Rich, our bros. Okay. You know, and sundry creators and wokeness who think they're Satan soldiers, and some of them who have nipple rings that they like flipping. Uh, I don't know about this crap about nipple rings and. Well, you uh, need to you need to go you need to go back either four weeks or five and download that program. Okay, well, I guess I'll. Yeah. <laughs> But, you, know, but, you know, talk about, uh, I mean, by this time, I'm sure every Nimbuster Tard has downloaded the part about nipple rings. You know what I mean? I mean, what, what the hell is the point to, to a nipple ring anyway here? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Nipple, I, don't, I, don't I, don't in, in, I don't have one in. I don't have one either. Have. I, yeah, I don't have any tattoos. I don't have any piercings. And, you know, I don't have any of that other, you know, uh, crazy horse shit here. But you know, you know, I mean, I was I was sort of I was sort of overawed here, and I was hearing anybody you like, you know, uh, Tom Bowie being our organization here, they kiss my ass. Well, okay, well I'm not gonna kiss your ass, but kick it here. But essentially, you no, know, Uncle Tom's Dog Pig here. There's no such thing as a 25 year old. You know, senior NCO in the Marines here who's going to be you know, a revolutionary soldier. That's not going to happen. How many how many years did you spend in the military? Two years. 1981, 1983, I was in a nuclear missile unit. I targeted nuclear missiles. I told the mainly nigger, you know, missile crewmen where to you know, which firing point to go here, which azimuth and elevation to put it on, you know, when to, when to fire the thing off. Essentially, it was that you, you were able to get a two-year, you know, essentially what they wanted is they wanted smart white boys who were able to do the math who essentially wanted the government to pay for the last two years of college. That's what I did. I got out. I got out as a spec four. Came in as a came in as a PFC and got out as a spec four. You know, I mean, I could have could have real I could have reenlisted and got the highest. You know, got the highest reenlistment book, eighteen thousand dollars for six years. I said that could be eighteen million. I have no intention of doing any more army shit. Right. I really like the army. Like Germany, but I didn't like the army. I knew damn well I'd be going to Germany because they had two overstrength battalions of Fort Sill, and they had six understrength battalions in Germany, and I got sent to the one that was minus twelve. So I got sent to number six, you know, the, the home of the nutball colonel who liked running ten miles every day in combat boots. Well, no, he didn't run. He only ran ten miles on Fridays. Two miles on, you know, two to four miles on Monday, and then two miles on Tuesday, and then, you know, six miles or eight miles on Wednesday, and then two miles or three miles on Thursday, and then ten miles, eight or ten miles, you know, through the German countryside, which is beautiful. 
on well on Fridays. Essentially, you know, we'd run around and hide in the woods. I got very good setting up camouflage netting and hey, oh what fun. What fun. So, so I signed up for two years. I got the highest meat kicker of any MOF. And if I decided to become a lifer, I could have because it would be had the lowest number of points because essentially smart white guys who want to stay in the fucking army in that MOF were rather rare. And then in 1985, in 1985, you know, Reagan come up with a deal with Gorbachev and they pulled out the Pershing Ones and the Lances. Now my MOF is for the multiple launch rocket system. And essentially what it consists of is, you know, three guys in a truck maybe, and what they do is they have a crane and they put in a pot of missiles and they fire them off and the, the missiles cost probably seven several million dollars. But it doesn't it's not as manpower intensive as say a a one five five howitzer unit or something. Okay. I I went in, I did my two years, less ten days, got out. Had the Army pay for what, though, the last two years and for truck driving school as well. So, am, you know, I mean, so, so I'm, am I sorry I went into the Army? Well, I knew damn well that if I was a nuclear missile, I wouldn't be sent to San, San Salvador. I was going to be sent to Germany. I was going to get to see Germany. I did see Germany. Large portions of it. What's fun? All right? Yeah, it sounds like a hoot. Oh, I was so wishing they had a one-year program. Uh, they liked having me out in the field because I was very good field, but they were sort of scared to have me in garrison because some general would come by and I'd tell them exactly what the hell I thought because, hey, I was a short-timer. I was short-timed about 10 minutes into basic training. I'm not going to re-enlist. And I didn't. And that was that. You know, unlike unlike most of unlike most of the uh, soldiers, I didn't I didn't smoke a lot. Yeah, I didn't smoke any of the hash. Certainly none of the meth. Well, they had meth. They had cocaine. I didn't smoke any of the hash. I was one of the few people. Let's see, I'm at. Barracks with 151 Mechanized Infantry Battalion and the 2nd 42nd Field Artillery Lance and the 101st, 101st Ordnance. Let's see. That year, there were two people who bought a URL pass to go a month, first class, you know, all through Western Europe and to Portugal and Ireland, but not Great Britain. You couldn't go to the Iron Curtain. Not that you would be really wanting to as a nuclear missile <laughs> soldier. And essentially, I you know, went to Greece and Italy, and you know, I'd already been to Spain. I didn't go to Portugal. I didn't go to Ireland. But everywhere else I went, I went to Norway. I went to Sweden, you know, for where my most of my relatives came from. And Sweden was really a communist suck-up place here. 
it was a pain in the ass. I like Norway. I like Finland a lot better. You know, went to Helsinki and talked to this guy who was in World War II on the side of the Germans, and he was bitching that we fought on the wrong side, and I agreed with him. And, you know, hey, you know, I I ran around for, what, 30 days, you know, grew a beard, grew my hair out, you know, came back. You know, I, I went, you know, on marching, went on marching, uh, you know, uh, that was okay on at Nymagen. And, well, then after I got back, I was pretty short within 90 days, so I got sent to Toss Mill in Ansbach, and then, hey, I had no intention of reenlisting. So, went back to Fort, you know, Fort Dix and mustered out and... That was that, except for playing around with a tube unit in Joplin, Missouri, which now is no longer a tube unit. They've done away with a lot of the tube units, and now it's an MP unit, you know, MP unit, which sucks. So, that's that. So, yeah, I was in the Army for two years. I was in the Army Reserve for about, oh, eight or nine months. Huh. Of course, this was way back. This was way back in the 80s when Ronald Reagan, you know, says he only uses military to whip the shit out of pud countries like Grenada. And they sure as hell weren't going to send nuclear, you know, missile units to Grenada. The hell, I don't think they even sent any howitzer units to Grenada. Ain't that fun? Essentially, it was sort of a peacetime army, which meant a peacetime army, which meant it was just simply a bunch of bullshit and you know, uh, saluting and yes sir, no sir, three bags full sir, and God, I love the army, and until you don't reenlist, and that was that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, guest number 26, uh, you know, more, you know, Morris Collette, they're still up on Morris Collette. Regard, I mean, I, I think he took down much of that shit, but hey. Uh, Morris Collette's um, whole damn webpage is down, as far as I know. And, well, the Alien, uh, Nation, the Alien Nation stuff is down. Uh, the Church of the Sons of Yahweh is still up. A lot of the shit's been cut down. I mean, essentially... Well, let me see. Two percent of half a million is what ten thousand yeah. dollars, which is you know I hope I hope old Morris isn't smoking crack anymore. I hope he's behaved himself. He married a woman here, and you know I hope he's settled down. Or you know, essentially he's a he's essentially he's a fog bot, and essentially he just you know he just. <sighs> No, I haven't really, you know, I haven't really bothered with Morris Collette. Don't really bother with the pitcher possum. One reason I borrow, you know, bother with Brian Rails, the cocksucker is suing me in Lake County now. Essentially, I am, you know, I'm going to try to go ahead and send Brian Real and William Fink and Eli James and a few other tards to prison. I don't think I'm going to succeed. What I need to do is I need to go ahead and put links to see if I can't get the Electronic Freedom Foundation to say, hey, this is like shooting fish in the barrel. 
let's finish this stuff off. But basically how I got rid of Brian Real is that I I went in and sued oh around forty of Brian Real's co what, co conspirator, co counter defendants. <laughs> I learned how to do that from Brian Real suing Arbitron. Now Arbitron, they they didn't dick with Brian Real. They just brought it up to the federal level and then they, they whooped his ass and that was the end of that shit here. You know, on the other hand, you can't rely on rule of law. And there's no such thing as rule of law. There never was a such thing as rule of law. And now, things are becoming far more threadbare. Altogether, there's, 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 no, there's no peaceful solution here. And you'd far, do far better if you have somebody who's able to actually act in a military sense. <laughs> you'd do far better having them not show their face, not get on a membership list, not do anything. Well, well we don't show that. a membership list. I mean, we just show... Uh, well, we just they show got data. more Skelettes. They got about 200 names of more Skelettes, Church of the Sons of Yahweh, when they swooped down and he gave it to them. Oh, Morris, oh, Morris, why, hey. He went ahead and told a little story about how I had called up this hybrid nigger associate DA, and I had said I was a Phineas priest, which was a lie. I never said such a thing. And I didn't threaten. I didn't threaten Gillespie. I was just trying to find out, okay, where the hell is Gillette and this Scott Charles Thornton or whatever, where are they, where are they located at? I refused to say that they were guilty. I said it was altogether a put-up job that Morskel that was innocent and all that. He wasn't. He was guilty as hell. You know, he wanted some coke, so he was drunk. He was videotaped drunk in a motel plotting to rob banks. Thanks to this Joshua Caleb Sutter, who had also been caught, who was with August Christ. So... I don't know. I just I just don't see anything to be gained by it. I see I don't see anything to be gained other than retards going to prison. For no damn good reason. What's what's the point to it? If you want if you really want to ride a motorcycle, you want to be in Yahweh's you know, want to be in Yahweh's open air on your Harley or your Honda or your Suzuki or your you know Shield Metro or your Buick. Just go ahead and do it. You don't need to have a bunch of other characters, you know, certainly not nipple rings, running around with you doing here. You can essentially have your own recreation. You can have your own fun. You can have your own good time. But essentially just doing it by yourself here because, you know, one of the things I try teaching basic training is don't bunch up. Don't bunch up so that one AK round, one AK magazine, or one grenade, or one motor round, or one five-five round, or one rocket round can go ahead and take out an entire squad or platoon here. You want to you want to go ahead and use cover and concealment to advance or retreat or sidestep or stay in place. Essentially, you want to well. You want to go ahead and kill the enemy and keep yourself from being killed. 
Well, I mean, you don't do that. Uh, really, I mean, you don't do that by being bunched up. I mean, really, what does a, a one man band do? Not much. Mm-hmm. I'm just simply, I'm just simply saying is that I don't know. A one man band, you know, can play pretty good music. That's what the one band man, you know, what is what's the band for? It's to play music. You can play music pretty good by yourself. But, I mean, what is it going to do to um, uh, save the white race? It, it, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you're going to save the white race with what two or three, two or three others here. Well, I don't know how, how I'm going to accomplish that either. But I mean, you know, there, there's got to be a start. There's got to be a beginning. There's got to be something. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be it's some not, structure to John, it. It's the same. It's the same thing that I talked to you last week. I get. To, I I essentially think you are just simply being used and allowing yourself to be used to, you know, essentially put an A N in front of the S S M C. To say, well, who will we get? I know we'll get Butler's nephew. He'll he'll go ahead and allow us to say a n. You know, we we tried to do that with Morskillet. Morskillet, he he got a little bit annoyed, and he said enough of that here. And essentially, now we find SS, we find John, and you know, he gets to go ahead and put an a n in front of SSMC. And then you'll end up having people who will go ahead and put a u between the n and the first f. And then you act surprised. You know, I mean, you know, there's, there's stuff in the Bible about how nobody can go ahead and get together or walk together for long unless they're on the same mind, unless they're equally yoked. You know, in the book of uh, in the book of Daniel, second chapter, about how they're going to mix the seed of man here, and essentially you're going to have all these heroes have nothing to get. You know, all these governments which have really nothing to do with each other, that's going to be like iron and clay. And that's what globalism is about. One big mud mass, which, you know, socially just benefits the Jew. Let me tell you, let me tell you, the first, the first one, try for world government wasn't, wasn't Adam. Adam didn't try to do world government. It was Satan's son, Cain, who tried world government. It wasn't. It wasn't Noah's son, Shem, who tried for world government. Or actually, Shem's or, you know, Shem's or the uh, Japhethites who tried for world government. It was the result of, uh, you know, that worthless ham copulating with Dravidian nigger aboard the ark here gave birth to Cush. And who had the garments of power that Nimrod got, who tried to form the first, well, the second world government of Babylon. So it was Nimrod who tried to do it, and the Bible has nothing good to say about Nimrod. Nothing good at all. It's not, it's not Yahweh's servant nation, which tries to, you know, essentially Yahweh's servant nation is reserved just to Yahweh's people. And you don't allow. You don't go ahead and bring in non-whites. You don't bring in Jews. You don't bring in Mongols. You don't bring in niggers. You don't bring in all these other critters. You're not trying to form an empire. 
You're trying to form independent groups of white people who essentially their unity is the fact that they're of the same bloodline and they worship the same God in the same way. Right. And that's what that's what that's what's important here. If you really want to claim if you really want to be Christian identity, you're supposed to act a certain way. And you know, I mean, I you know, I don't see anything good. I don't see anything good coming out of what you're doing. I've, I've seen I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of bad come from doing that sort of thing. And since I since I go ahead and I comment upon what's going on in the bowel movement, you know, tonight I was going to talk about lawlessness. I wasn't going to really talk too much about the bowel movement. But you guys came on, so you know, I'd go ahead and answer you. But you know, I you know, I don't see anything good coming out of this. See a lot bad. See a lot of potential bad. I've seen it before. And you know, I'm, obviously, I'm not going to go ahead and get you change your mind here. I hope I hope you don't suffer too much here from when things fall apart. But I just don't see anything to be gained by it at all. Nothing good. I don't have you know. I don't really have anything to good to good to do about critters like creators here. You know, there's nothing good that's going to end up with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just reading the chat. It said, uh, uh, I guess 26 is not sure how to best resolve this one. Uh, well, there's not going to be any resolve. Are you going to stop? Are you going to stop? You're not going to stop. You know, you're not going to stop with your motorcycle whatever thingy here. You're going to run around with the ANSSMC. Yeah. Well, you're not going to stop just because you know. Just because I think y'all stop, you're not going to stop just because I think y'all stop. You're going to go ahead and continue with this, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Much. Yeah. Pretty much. You no. Know, uh, earlier tonight, I mean, my sister came over. My sister came over, and I had to work on my. Uh, I mean, essentially, I got to get back with the. Uh, I got to get back with essentially fighting, you know, fighting Zog. I mean, essentially, you know, I mean, you know, like I told this, like I told this federal judge here. Well, the good part about my brother killing my mother is that shit. At least have somebody who'll kill, somebody will kill his own mother here for his own fun and profit. Well, hey, he'll probably go ahead and kill you and your mother here for fun and profit too here. You know, I give him no other choice. You know, I mean, essentially, this current this current regime. If, if you're really into Christian identity, you understand is that this mighty evil empire is going to fall apart. I think it's probably going to fall apart. I wouldn't be surprised if less than a year from now, in 2016, you have exactly the same shit that happened in 2008, but this time it's going to be far, 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 far worse. It's going to be insoluble. This year, this year, what they mentioned here that they had what three hundred and sixty some shooters, some shooters in what less than three hundred, you know, sixty days in the year. That amounts to about one, a little bit over one a day. 
Well, my guess is some shooting, you know, there was some mass shooting in Georgia at the same time that there was in San Bernardino, but they're bitching about that. None of these Republicans, not, you know, except for maybe Trump here, is saying, you know, what is obviously the smart thing to do, don't let them in the country. Don't let them in. You're all these retards. I was listening to Morning Jew. I call it Morning Jew. It's, you know, this Joe Scarborough and this skank who's the, you know, the daughter of this Polak who was Jimmy Carter's uh, Secretary of State. Uh, was a big new whatever. And essentially, you end up having Jews and Mamsers, and they're running around yapping about how how Trump is, you know, Trump is making the Republicans look bad. No, the Republicans are making them, you know, look bad. If they were serious. Tomorrow, what they would do is refuse to pass a new debt debt ceiling. They would shut this government down. And they would make it quite clear to the niggers and Obongo and Hillary and Bernie Sanders and, uh, you know, Uncle Tom Zogpig's good buddy, Martin O'Malley, That doesn't really matter how much vote fraud they do here. Essentially, if white people don't pay for it, guess what? It don't get done. White people don't pay for it. It don't get done. And this time, when we do finally get back in, you know, just shut down the government until what? Next year. Pay for the military. But don't pay for them to go over to Iraq. Don't pay for them to go to Afghanistan. Don't pay for me to do anything be outside the United States. Pay for Social Security for that, because that's for old figures. Pay for the Medicare, but essentially clamp down on some. Essentially, don't spend any more money. Spend less. You know, none on no bongo care. Essentially, guess what? You're not going to bring any more fucking Muslims in. No more, no more Muslims in until Congress decides to get us act together, which means probably never. And that's what you do. The Republicans are serious. They're not serious. They want you. Know, I mean, I think 2016 will be the very last election in which they get to sell out white people. And first they're all pissed off at Trump because he's just sort of he just sort of shot that in the ass by essentially saying exactly what he thinks and you know, guess what? They're still whining, pissing, moaning that because he says, I'm not gonna let beaners I'm not gonna let ragheads into the country until Congress gets us back together. What do you do? Get a ten point bump? People begin to realize that you let these animals into your country here, you shouldn't be surprised when they shit all over you. Remember why I like pussies? He went up from 26% to 36%. Oh, no. Did you you notice that here? That's why I listen to the news here. It isn't because I expect to be told the truth. I expect to be told what they want me to believe, and essentially I I choose not to believe whatever shit they choose me to believe. I tend to go ahead and look for my own thing here. I go ahead and I look at the Daily Spermer, and it's hilarious, but it's not written by Andre the Nigger Angley. You know, go ahead and look at Andre the Nigger's comments here. That's not the same as what he wrote. You know, some of you wrote that. Rabbi Bell Fink here. 
all he's doing is reading a book about Hitler or a book about Martin Luther or a book about Paul or a book about this. A year and a half ago, he was reading the Egyptian Book of the Dead, and he was yapping that shit. Then he was reading about Gilgamesh, about how it ought to be, you know, you know, how Moses read the Book of Gilgamesh and how it ought to be in the Bible. Stupid shit like that. What you do, what you do, in my, in my case. I just go ahead and put up all the blind real stuff, and then I can digitize so everybody looks at it. Realize what a scumbag, you know, what nigger lip scumbag it is. But hey, you know, there's no there's no freedom, there's no justice, there's no anything good in this world. And what you should do, instead of going ahead and getting with other people you don't know anything about, what you should do is get with people who are like you, who believe what you believe. Who says they are who you are? Be close to them. Not somebody you don't know, essentially, to have some sort of false security in a herd. You understand what I'm saying, John? Yeah. Actually, I do, but I mean, it's not. It's really not a herd. It's a, it's a quite a few organizations. Well, I don't. I've never seen anything good come out of Creator Divinity. Certainly not with Corn Cob. You know, I sort of halfway understand James Von Braun. James who? You know, but James Von Braun, the guy who went to die at the Whole Hoax Museum way back in 2009. Mm. I went ahead and looked at that uh, Robert Lewis deer. I said, so old Robert, I thought it was a nut. I said, so old, no, old Robert, he knows what what's about. He knows they want to go ahead and dope him up here and get him to do a guilty plea here so they can go ahead and, oh, goody, we got our, you know, I mean, what, what I like is the shitting and pissing and moaning that they did because essentially he went ahead and shot killed one pig and wounded four others and then, you know, some other people at the abortion mill killed three tars. He has 197 felonies. He's not going to get out again now, is he? Oh, no. No, not, no probably not. Dylan Stormroof, he's not going to get out. <laughs> You know, after he gets after he gets what three or four or nine death penalties in South Carolina here, they may try him at the federal level. You know, but you know what happens is that oh, you know he'll probably, but I don't think there's going to be ten years from now. I mean, essentially, if you do something stupid like that, just say not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, and maybe pretend that you want a lawyer, public pretender, and then. They you know, essentially go through the compensation, three bags, you know, three bags full, so and then dump the public pretender. But even if you don't, even if you if you do dump the public pretender, you know, sort of like James Bond, Brown, they're going to send you to the nut house. You know, that's what got me is sent to the nut house, not not with public pretender. And essentially, what I'm doing is I'm trashing out these judges, and I'm pointing out and said, hey. What's wrong with what's wrong with going ahead and killing them and the lawyers and the pigs and the rest of them here? What 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 I tell people to do? 
People act like it's all my great, it's all my bloodthirsty idea. And all I have to do is to tell them is that that's what's happened before in history. That's what's inevitable in history. There's not been a single mighty evil empire which has lasted forever here. And when's the last time you heard of the Assyrian Empire doing anything? Past 612 B.C. When's the last time you heard of the Macedonian Empire doing anything recently? Or the Roman Empire? Or the Spanish? Okay, we are back for what will definitely be the last section of the movement turn. I want to talk about lawlessness here. What I need to do essentially is I bought a new Toshiba. I'm figuring out how to make it use Windows 10. The thing is fairly quick. And on my Toshiba number three, oh, it has internal fan heating issues. One of these days it's going to croak off. Essentially, I got a bunch of legal stuff here. I had uh, someone from Lake County, Ohio, circuit court call because old nigger lips. Why he has another, he has another one of his bogus things here. So essentially, got rescheduled from nine o'clock in the morning to three o'clock in the afternoon for case management. I mean, you have to laugh because here is Rabbi Fink, and here is old Melissa. And Rabbi Fink doesn't know how to answer. He just go ahead and answer. But Brian Real wrote up for him. And Brian Real is saying it's unfair to sue somebody from outside the state of Florida. Is that right? <laughs> then why are you suing me? Nigger lips, why are you suing me? I mean, the whole thing to do, the whole thing to do is that, you know, I mean... You know, I, I heard this at Tim Perigo, this piece of shit judge who can't obey the, you know, the right section of Missouri. He wants to be on the Missouri Court of Appeals bench. Well, let's go ahead and prevent that from happening. I go ahead and hear from a sister. Is that according to the lawyer who's now her agent? Why, my mother's and father's will didn't have enough witnesses here. So essentially, whatever people actually believed in writing up a will, we go, why, no, no, it doesn't matter. What actual people wanted, you know, when they wrote up a will. So what's the point of that, even having a will? Hmm? 
when people figure out that there is no law, there's no point in any law, guess what? That regime is on its last legs. It's not going to last for very much longer. It's going to be, well, essentially not really so much overflowing, but it's going to collapse. Does anybody really believe that what? A so-called Mongol nation here? You know, I had to laugh here because essentially even the niggers were smart enough to, you know, demand that Rahm Emanuel resign. Had to laugh because, hey, they didn't want to listen to Rahm Emanuel's little speech here about how everybody has to be treated equal. When he was one of the ones who hid the fact that this wigger pig went ahead and gunned down this nigger. Now I don't have now, I don't have a problem with niggers gunning down pigs and pigs gunning down niggers. It's just simply lawlessness. Folks, there's gonna be more Dylan Stormroofs and there's gonna be more Robert Lewis Deers, and you gotta understand here. If somebody like Trader Glenn Miller can go ahead and guilty as hell, and he only has a trial because he insists upon having a you know quick trial. I mean, essentially, what happens is that even the prostitutors, in order to pass the you know the meme that Trader Glenn Miller is a white supremacist, if you know, I mean, essentially, Dill Stormer, two years. Robert, you know, I mean, essentially, Robert Lewis, you know, Robert Lewis uh, Deer, I thought he's a nut. But essentially, he knows what he does. Here he is. He's, what, 53 years old? He lived a hard life here. He's lived by himself out in the woods. Well, now he's going to live by himself out in a prison cell on death row. He's going to insist that he wants to get rid of this worthless lawyer here. He's right here. It's the same one that did with this uh, Holmes character who was a Jew boy nut. He's not nuts. He decided to go ahead and gun down, you know, the pig who was guarding the, you know, the pigs who were guarding the abortion mill and a few of the abortion, you know, ones here. And he's not sorry for what he did. He's going to go ahead, and he said he's guilty. He's a soldier full of babies. That's fine. You know, he wants to be John Brown for babies. That's fine by me. I sort of like the guy. Essentially, you know, there's no way to help him. What you have in this what you have in the Zogland, essentially, is an empire, which is essentially collapsing. And like I said before, I wouldn't be surprised if in 2016 you had the same shit you had in 2004, but worse. And this time it's not going to be repairable. I see I see that bitch Hillary winning the election, even though it doesn't matter. What difference does it make? Like she said, doesn't make any damn difference that she is a bitch who went ahead and didn't sign off on the helicopters they're spinning. They're ready to go ahead and rescue her faggot ambassador buddy and, uh, you know, and the rest of them. Essentially, they're running guns. Essentially, they're getting caught. It's all good or lie, what she says. Essentially, here are the people. They want to keep them guns. 
And she wants to go in the fact that she's running guns. So a faggot buddy and, you know, what, two Zoglings, you know, a Zogling and two two Zogjupes here from Special Forces working for the CIA. By the way, I, I got to wonder here why anybody does any fucking sense, has anything to do with somebody who worked and is retired from the CIA. Don't they understand is that old boob shittaker doesn't get to say anything unless it's already been cleared or he's going to go to prison? It's got to be cleared. So what they have is they have all these memes. Racist is code for anti-white. Really? All this shit here. I don't believe that. I don't believe that Colorado Springs shooting. I don't believe it was a South Falls Front. The San Bernardino shooting here. I don't believe it was a South Falls Front either. But if you don't believe it is, that's fine. I don't really care. Essentially, you know, all these Democrats yapping, no bongo yapping about we need more gun control on Wiggers. That's not going along very well here. Why hell, even in San Bernardino here, all the Wiggers and Beaners are lined up. At the very self same range where the raghead practice because they want to shoot off their guns. And, you know, at the store within, what, a half mile of the retard center, the gun store, you have all these wiggers and beaners, and I'm not sure if you have any niggers there, but such you have a bunch of wiggers and some beaners, and they want to buy some guns. Why is that? Isn't it because they realize that, hey, Zog Pig Life can't protect you, they won't protect you? What keeps any of us safe? Really? Yahweh does, if you believe in Yahweh. I believe in Yahweh. So I don't worry about what happens to me here, because it's obviously Yahweh's will here. Yahweh cares enough for me to, you know, say, hey, it's time for Martin to die. Well, okay, Yahweh. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. You know, I do believe in free will. I don't want to, you know, I, I'm not going to go all Dewey Tucker on you, but hey. You know, you have to earn your way. It's not just simply a day trip or essentially one of many lives you have to go through like a lab rat or a Yahweh cabbage. I don't I don't agree with Dewey about that. But in many cases, a lot of it is determined by what Yahweh wants for you. That's what I was trying to tell SS John here. You know, you're, they're just using you to, you know, put in AN in front of USSMC. What the hell's the point to that? What the hell's the point to that? In any case, well, there's no law in this country, and I don't think there ever has been any law anywhere. It wasn't really, the Magna Carta didn't really change much of anything other than it changed a few things. But there was competing centers of power against the king. Some of the kings, like Edward I, realized he wanted a powerful people in order to, well, subjugate the, the Welsh and the Scots. He got away with the Welsh. He got them subjugated, but not so much with the Scots. 
that took another couple hundred years. The wealth of nations is a the wealth of nations is a well run, intelligent, independent white people. And you want to go ahead and subject yourself to what? You know, I, I didn't much care for the army. These people didn't know how to run their own lives and they wanted to run mine. Well, hell with that. It was just two years of putting up with their shit. You know, I'm, I was offered I was offered hash. First day I got in Germany, the last day I left Germany. Hey, I don't want to get addicted to any of this stupid shit. What, what's the point of this? Or what's the point of you know using the hash? Why? Why? German beer is excellent. You know, I mean, I don't really much care for American beer anymore, but there's some I can sort of stomach. What to do? What to do is that you learn a few things. What you learn, you learn well. And the best thing is that, hey, you, know, you, you go ahead and you choose the people you wish to be with. And they're good people, and some of them, like my brother, are not good people. They used to be good people, but they let greed curl their little big brains. What I learned is that, hey, what I learned is that I can indeed, I can indeed, I was told from my brother up in South Dakota. Do I want to? I don't know. I'll have to think about it. My sister came by to see me. Well, I went ahead and I went ahead and bought for eight dollars one of them little bow and arrow things here for eight bucks here, and I, you know, gave uh, my sister's, you know, what ten or eleven year old stepdaughter. She wants to play this uh, Hunger Games uh, heifer here, so she got a little bow and you know, bow with two arrows here. The bow ain't worth that, you know, diddly, but it has a bunch of you know little bow stuff here. It's really really not much more than a toy. So she was happy with it. I told her not to open it until she got home to Alabama, where they live around, uh, oh, somewhere in Alabama. Or where, you know, her father's a millwright. So hopefully, you know, hopefully, oh, oh by the way, they had their they had their 14-year-old white dog and poop, bells and puppets trying to sodomize her. <laughs> their poopy dog here. So, uh <laughs> They had to take him out to the car, but Puppy Dog was really happy to see him. The four-legged Puppy Dog. So anyway, that's what I want to point out is there is no law. Can't rely on the dog's law to do anything or screw you over. There's not. There's only drool's law. There's not. Essentially, there is no law, and you need to have enough sense to realize that. And you just have enough sense here to, as far as you can, get out from under it and save your very own life. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and say, because it looks like uh, looks like service unavailable, I'm going to go ahead and say, Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless. And good night.
Ah, hello, Eunuch. Uh, if you're probably good at, uh, oh, let me go ahead and see here. He's fairly good at he's fairly good at Photoshop, obviously. Let me see if I can't find. Um, let me see. I have to go ahead and go to a different one here.
Okay. Well, let's see. I uh, I put up I put up for Unix. Well, essentially, I, I would like for someone to go ahead and work on a flag here with uh, essentially the stars and bars showing blood like that. But let me see what else. There's a character named Banjo Billy over on the floor.net. He has a pretty well kick-ass avatar, which essentially consists of a swastika with sort of like, that looks like a Confederate flag here. Let's see, P H E. Oh, hell. Banjo Billy, yep. Quite <laughs> all post by Banjo Billy. Let's see. He posts for a while, Banjo has it. Let's see. Go ahead and click up that Unix. You can go ahead and go to that post here and see that avatar, which has essentially a swastika, you know, on blue with white stars here. I don't know if Unix is even paying attention to me. Maybe not. Oh, here. I probably ought to hit the. Oh, so this record is still being recorded here. Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call that night. You go ahead and look up the A Circus. Your other things. Now they did agree. They did agree to hear my uh, hear my case against old nigger lips. Need to go ahead and put a few things up. I need to. I mean, especially my washing machine went out on me tonight. So, uh, I think a belt broke or something like that. Roxy wants me to buy her a new washing machine. She'll pay half. So, yeah. In any case, I'm uh, I'm I'm going to go buy a new washing machine tomorrow, I guess. And so, anyway, talk to you later. Hail victory, may always bless, and good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.